Hello, everybody, and welcome back. This is the Uncensored Anime Podcast, a podcast where we talk about all things anime uncensored. And we are your hosts. I am David. We got Kenny. We got Jerry. And today is going to be a very lax, very chill episode. We're just going to be talking about a bunch of news. We haven't talked about news in a long time. So this episode will just be dedicated to news, uh, new announcements, just, you know, everything that's been happening in the anime world. We're going to be talking about it today. So hope you're all excited. Uh, don't forget to hit that like button, the subscribe button. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I'm trying to shill a little bit. It's David the Shill. David the Shill has returned. Uh, but yeah, don't forget to hit that like button, that shill. notification shill. bell, shill. so you're notified about all future episodes. Um, also, don't forget to hit us up on Spotify and all other streaming platforms to listen to us in more of a podcast form and watch us in video form on YouTube. Um, so, okay, all that's out of the way. Jerry, take it away big boy that's sexy that's all we honestly that's what i roll out to this podcast for just that we gotta start teaching I, it would be funny if kenny was like the shill guy if it was like if it was like shill every guy? episode if every episode was like david's like hey guys welcome to the and kenny's like just so you guys know make sure that you like comment subscribe please go down to the video and uh, leave a comment down below with your favorite part but you know i would be like i'm happy that we're talking like, about that like 40 episodes in we're like what if we had this like a more <laughs> what more if kenny was the shill you know, guy intro well, i you own- generally I generally shill at the end of every episode. Yeah. I yeah. almost I think every episode has had my end but what if we added a Kenny shill and he holds the gun up uh every time? <laughs> Kenny with How the gun. How did I do it last time? No, no. You uh, the one that's edited, no. you were doing this and then he uh he put the gun in your hand cuz it was just too easy. Um but, you yeah. know, no, Jerry, like, my, my my personal favor is when you, you know, do your 3 minute outro and you're like, uh anything else? Anything else, Kenny, guys? David, anything else? Uh, anything? Uh, no. Kenny, were you guys thinking that that might be uh, time to talk right now after I've already done the outro? <laughs> yeah. No, I always. <laughs> that's my like. I think that's my um. When I really think about, it, I think that's like my educator in me. You know what I mean? It's like you know when I'm like teaching a class or like doing a presentation. A lot of times, like at You're the being end inclusive. or after. I've, Right, it's like one of those things where it's like after I've completed, you think that maybe someone's been holding on to a lingering thought, and you're like, hey, I uh, just want to check with everyone. Does anyone want to share any other thoughts before we move on or before we go to the next? You know, so I think it's like, I think my innate ability just start, and that, at this point I've done it so many times that I almost, like, I feel like I have to keep doing it. Like it's, right. it's, like it, it's kind of a, it's kind of like all of our other recurring jokes on this podcast. We just have to kind of keep it keep it running at this we've done it for 40 episodes might as well keep yep. going right yep. anything um, else uh any guys anything uh <laughs> anything, anything, else? anything nope. i want to miss no uh nope. jesus christ okay so a lot of shit's been going down in the anime world and uh, genuinely we did catch up on a couple anime stuff just during our chat with chase uh during our last full podcast episode which is really cool it was our first ever live action podcast episode if you want to go check that one out make sure that you do we're probably going to bring you guys a couple of those kind of sporadically throughout the year as soon as it just depends on if we can set them up and have some different guests maybe might find some different settings we had some technical issues some audio issues with that episode but i hope everybody that listened did enjoy it um and we got some really good comments and feedback on that episode so we're really grateful for those of you that have kind of stuck with us through whatever the hell this has kind of become over the last year and some change um but we're excited because I don't think we ever really, you know, imagined what we were going to do with this thing. So that's beside the point. Boys, what uh, – I think there's at least three anime that I need you guys to talk about because I haven't watched any of them yet. But I right. want to hear you guys talk about them because those of you that uh, caught our episode before our Chase interview, the, we talked – or maybe it was two episodes before that. Jeez, no, was it three? Whenever we did our summer review, our summer right. impressions – 
we there was a couple shows we mentioned that at the time we for whatever reason they were not out yet and summer they kind of were like these weird delayed midsummer shows but all three of them had a little bit of hype behind them um and i think for various different reasons so we wanted to at least give you guys a little bit about those three shows because we don't want you guys to miss them and i feel like it's they're going to be shows that are going to be easy to miss even if they are all three to my understanding pretty pretty freaking great right pretty good i think yeah, yeah. pretty good yeah i mean so I, that's all, all i've heard is good stuff about all three of them so it's weird that they were these like midsummer starters but we don't want you cuz honestly summer kind of sucked ass honestly i well, i'm not i've not kept up with any of the summer shows Wait, I'm, I'm still watching a lot of summer shows. I'm bro, still watching you, Kageki Shoujo. Bro, you watch I, everything. Uh, chill, 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 okay? I'm still um, watching Kageki Shoujo. I'm still watching Remain. Um, but I guess now I'm I'm also just watching two of these new shows. Yeah. Yeah, um, now you jumped into the, yeah that's true. What about you, David? Do you keep up with anything? Um, I, I, I think don't dropped, think I am. Right? I think... I think I, know, I was, I did. I was planning on it, and then I was like, I'll just binge all these at the end. Right. None of them are My really... two plans, I was the same. I was going to do Kageki Shoujo and Sunny Boy, but I just kind of didn't feel compelled to keep watching them weekly. Yeah. I think Sunny Boy would be a really fun... Maybe we binge, binge it together. Maybe all of us sit down and watch all of Sunny Boy and want, like, together as a as a podcast fan. Maybe we sh- uh, live stream it. Um, Jerry, Jerry, you know what I've been watching instead? Instead of... You know, what are you new, watching? Yeah, he's watching a brand new anime, I think. You Tell know, him instead, what it is. David. You know, instead I've been spending my time not only reading the first twenty seven volumes of Naruto, but also watching I think I'm on episode like one fifty of Naruto. Jesus I watched hundred and fifty episodes of Naruto in the last week. Please tell me you're that's you've already watched you're done with Naruto. They're, the last Uh yeah, I'm in I'm in the filler now. And I'm You're in the, the, filler. the infinite filler loop that occurs for a hundred episodes after yeah. Uh, yeah. after the actual story ends. Um, yeah, are you going to watch the fillers? I'm going to watch it. You have a sick. You're a sick man. You, I, please, I, please I, stop. I, I've never seen all of the post Naruto Sasuke fight filler. So filler. The um, only one I remember, I and but not really. You may have already watched this one, David. Isn't it like one of the early ones? They go to fight some guy who's got like a lightning technique, and yeah. he's like in a temple or something. Yeah, um, it's like there's a there's like a guy that's, that's like racing, so they're like defending him. Yes, and they fight I a remember guy with like a lightning sword. Yeah, that is like the only. I I I think I only watched the first chunk, and then I didn't watch anymore. That's all I remember from those fillers because I skipped to sheep it in. Um, but. Whatever. Which I you mean, do you. you can I do that because it's all filler. You're not missing anything. It's all literally filler. It's all literally irrelevant. Um, so uh, let's let's get into these uh, three midsummer shows because again, I, I don't really have much perspective on them. I haven't watched them yet. I know a little bit about all three, mm-hmm. but I do want to give the viewers some information on these three shows just so that if they want to check them out, David, do you have the ability to pull up some info on these three? They're already up, Daddy. Oh, sexy, sexy. Mm. Okay. Let's start with one the one that I kind of think is the the lowest uh, tier one uh based off just what I've heard and that's Jahi. Um David, what is what is Jahi? Can you tell them? I know that you bought the manga and watched the anime a little bit. Yes, I am a big fan of Jahi. So, so for those of you that have listened to our special anniversary episode, we did kind of touch we touched on all three um, of these shows, but yeah. now that we're, you know, at our computers, we have a lot more power technology at our fingertips we can kind of give more factual you know 
backgrounds to these shows. So right. So this first show, so the Great Jahi will not be defeated. It is, I, I believe, on episode five right now as of this recording. Something um, like that. It's simply, it's like a reverse isekai. It's simply a, about this uh, girl who is second in command of the demon realm, who then has all that taken away from her, and now she is in in Japan in the human world. She has a she goes back and forth between like a lolly version of like a little kid and her full demon form, and she's just working to survive, and she's trying to find all the gems to reclaim her power and restore the demon realm. So it's uh, it's funny. It kind of reminds me of well, the, the only reason why it reminds me of Nagatoro is because Jahi looks like Nagatoro. Yeah, um, that's yeah. So um, other than that, there's no real connection between the two. But I mean, there's not a lot to say about it. It's it's funny. It's a slice of life. Um, it's it's cute. I I like the, the all the characters. They're you know cute, adorable. Um, there's some that are like like you know uh, waifu material. Waifu material. Thank you, Kenny. Is she kind of waifu material when she's adult? Um, I mean, not really. Uh, Ooh, in my opinion, okay. other characters are more waifu, waifu material. Damn. But I, I do like Jahi as a character. Um, it's interest. It's funny to see her struggle so hard because it's the tables have turned. Because in the demon realm, she's like you know treating everyone like her slave, and then in the human realm, or the human world, she is you know she's busting tables, she's working that hard life. All the people that were her slaves in the demon realm. In the human world, are rich and are vice presidents, and she's like, "Why can't that be me?" So uh, there's some there's some good moments in it. I think I'm, I think I'm one episode behind, but um, I've been liking it so far. So, damn, damn, how much did it cover? Are because uh, didn't you read the first volume? Yes. So the first volume is covered in the first uh, two episodes. Okay. Okay. It kind of, it kind of, the layout is kind of similar to Nagatoro, where um, it's kind of episodic, right? Um, and so it's not really like a continuous plot, yeah. Because um, what am I trying to say? Like with Nagatoro, there were like interchangeable things, like the order of events in the manga were different than the anime. Um, oh. So far, the order of events is kind of the same, I think, so far in Jahi. But it's really just like, you know, not really Monster of the Week, but it's like, okay, finding all these gems. Like, where's this gem at? Type of thing. So, right. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. What's the, uh, do you know what the studio is or if they've done anything or what they are? And is there a planned episode count? Is it going to be like 12, 14? I don't know if you have Mal pulled up, but um, uh, I'm so kind of curious just because. Because yeah, it so, was a mid-season. So yeah. that does right, because it, it's, it's delayed, called, it's called it's Silver Link. Starter. Um, mm-hmm. Silver Link, they have done a lot. But, okay. oh, they, they've done things like <laughs> our, our favorite show, Our Last Crusade, or The Rise of a New World. Uh, oh, my God. That show was so rough, the, dude. The, the that Mystery one's just... Like, at least it looked okay. So, looked I mean, okay. Jahi might... It, so, Last Crusade was poorly scripted. It was just looked fine, so... Yeah, I still haven't gotten Maybe back to Jahi that show. Maybe okay. I've only watched Good. the first don't, episode. Don't, don't, David. Um, it looks like this studio does a lot of isekais. Oh, okay. And so, so they should let's let's, this let's is... flip the script, reverse the isekai. <laughs> yeah. um, and <laughs> the... as far as confirmed episode count, um, 
I think it's. I want to say it's thirteen. Is it going to be thirteen? Uh, That's interesting. That means it's going to leak. It, you know what I mean? Since it was a late season yeah. starter. Yeah. And I guess all three of these are going to do that. Maybe. I, oh, actually, I don't know. Actually, but... Mal doesn't have a confirmed episode count. So I damn. So it could know. be just doing what it's doing its own thing, I guess. Hot yeah. damn. That's interesting. I definitely think it's going to be popular. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. what was the... Kenny, you watched one that was like a reverse East guy that's super popular. A devil is a part-timer. Yeah, and there's a lot of comparisons being drawn. Obviously, this is like the sexy older sister of Devil is a part timer. Because right. in part timer, isn't the devil guy kind of like a good guy? Like he's kind of nice, like a regular dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but in this one, she's kind of like a sexy seductress sort of. Um, yeah. Yeah. Thing well, a bit a bit yeah. more aggressive. Like not really like sexy and like seductive, but it's just, like kind of like um not really like Sundere either, but. She is... Aren't you just sort of aggressive? That's what she's uh, aggressive. I saw one... yeah. aggressive. Yeah, that was the word that I heard. You like she? She like she tries to throw, gotta... She like tries to throw her weight around, but it just gets like pushed aside because of because she's mostly oh, yeah. in her small form. So she's like, "Oh, you're so cute," and people don't really like. Oh, her. that's true. Right. But when she's in her her sexy form, I don't know her what sexy to call form, it. Everyone's or... like, "Oh, why are you like? Aren't you cold? Like you're barely wearing anything." Yeah. <laughs> Wait, that's it's, pretty fucking it's pretty funny. funny. It's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. What do you get? Do you guys think this is one of those like? I I do feel like Jahi might be one of those ones that in a couple months people will have completely forgotten about it. Like Possible. it's one that it's, it's gonna one get, of those it's like gonna get sucked up in the like, run of the mill uh, reverse isekais. So that was kind of why I wanted to talk about it first because I felt like it was kind of a weird. I don't know what their ploy was to like do a mid season start for this one. I actually don't know why that happened. I don't know if the studio was just late to get the show out, if they just chose this weird time. Maybe more studios are trying to get away from the seasonal like mentality of, of anime. I have no idea. Um, it's just what they decided to do. So yeah. <laughs> um, so be it. And this one's on Crunchyroll? Or am I wrong? Is it's that... on Crunchy. Yep. Crunchyroll, yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Aren't all three of these on Crunchyroll? Yes. The three uh, we're about to talk about? is a Crunchyroll original, actually. Oh, damn. Yeah. Oh damn! Pirate princess. Oh damn! Yeah. Oh damn! Well, let's talk about that one next. All right. Kim. Okay. Kenneth, um, so, I think that that's yeah, because I wanted to hear Kenny because I know Kenny's gotten into it quite a bit. Yeah, I've been watching it. So, Finn of the Pirate Princess is about um, it's about this vampire named Zero. Um, he's like a pure blood vampire, and then <laughs> you sick bastard! I was literally, I like actually listened to that. I was Me like, too. I was like, wait. I was like, I was like, they have zero in this? I was like, who are we talking about? Vampire Night Podcast, guys. We're really talking about Vampire Night. Every week, we talk about See, Vampire Night. At this point, he's just not even playing around. It's always no? coming in the first 10 it's minutes. It's like, it's like right when we start, Kenny finds the he Vampire just tried, Night. He's like trying to get it like out of the way. He's like, okay, yeah. I've done my quota. I, just, yeah, I try and think about like... When's the best point to, you know... Just, just <laughs> slip it in there a little bit. At this, yeah. point, at this point, it might be funny when it, if it eventually is like... Two hours in, you're just like, we're like running down. You know, we're finishing the episode out. You still haven't mentioned it, and you're just like, anything else? That's whatever. I'm I'm gonna drop one in. Anything else, guys? Yeah. Yo, what if that would have been funny, Kitty? That would have okay. Now it's not gonna be as funny, but now it might yeah. still. I don't know. We'll never know. Okay, so but for real, for real, uh, Finna, I, and this is the one that I'm the most interested in watching myself. I haven't got to start it yet, but I am the most interested in this one of the three. So um, Finna is about a – she has, like, snow-white hair, and the beginning shows her dad was making an expedition to some place, 
and their boat is attacked. And a small knight saves her, and then Finna is imprisoned for 11 years to be a concubine. Um, and then we pick back up with Finna 11 years later, whenever she's about to be sold off to her husband or whatever. Um, and sort of, uh, you know, these these knights, as well as some of her dad's old compatriots, come and save her. And then she, they sort of, they're trying to discover why her dad was bringing her to this island, to Eden, is what he says. Finna, get to Eden. That's all he says. And then, and that's like the first like 10 seconds of the episode, of the first episode. Um, and so like, so far the rest of the series has just been them trying to figure it out. And there are other, there are other people also trying to get Finna to Eden um, that we've sort of discovered so far. And I don't know, there's a lot of really cool action. I love, I love samurai stuff and there's some samurai stuff with the pirate stuff. And I like pirate stuff. Um, each of the characters is really fun and likable. I think episode two does a really good job of introducing us to each of the characters. Um, uh, and so like, yeah, I, I'm enjoying it so far. I think there's six episodes out now. Um, but yeah, it's just been really awesome. And yeah, I don't want to spoil too much because this is a, a bit of a mystery show. So, like, I don't want to, but you know, it's like the mystery is discovering the understanding. And so, yeah, some, some, some clues have been dropped already, but um, yeah, all the characters are really cool. I really like uh, the guys, her pirate team are called the goblin Knights, And I really like all of them. I really like each of their little, uh, each of them have small quirks. And I think they each work. Um it, just for one example, Yukimaru is sort of this no nonsense. Like, he's like he's the main knight, and he's the and his little quirk is that he doesn't do well with women. And whenever he gets embarrassed, his ears light up red. And so it's just I it's just a small quirk to have this very stoic knight, you know, sort of get embarrassed at different things. And that sounds pretty dope, honestly. Yeah, but I'm each of the characters are, are each of the goblin knights are very cool. Very interesting. I'm scared uh, because, you know, it's a new anime. I'm scared that maybe some of them are going to die and I really like all of them and I would like them not to die. Um, right. But it would definitely add good wrinkles, unfortunately, to the anime. He's like, uh, I don't want them to die, but... If they start dying, I mean, you know how JoJo's does. At the end of the season, they just start... They're just like, oh, uh, Avdol's like just dead? Like... He's just dead. Okay, all right. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, He got eaten by Vanilla Ice, him and Iggy both, like... Right, right, right. You're like, oh, okay, well. Oh, spoilers like, for oh, okay. JoJo's Part 3, shit. Sheesh. I feel like at this point... I, you know, that's a good point. Do you think that it... I feel like if you spoil something that came out 20-plus years ago, oh. it's like, it's not your fault anymore, it's their fault at that point. <laughs> okay. That's just my... I mean, I'm like, you know, when it, when a story's older than you are... Uh, it's kind of like their fault, but I don't know. That's just my yeah. Problem. So yeah, I I'm enjoying Finna. I like I said, I like pirate shit and I like samurai shit. Um, and so it's just been a, it's been fun so far, and I'm interested. To, and the action's very it, cool. It's the an original anime, cool. right? It's, it's it's not based off anything. Crunch yeah, I original. So. Okay, okay cool. Well, and a crunch, and it looks like the creator is known for some pretty intense stuff. Um, he also created an anime that I think Kenny might be the only person who's ever seen. 
here. It's called Be the Beginning. It was a Netflix original. Oh, I really like that one. Season two just recently came out. It was Netflix yeah. original. Yeah. Same creator. Wow. That's the same creator as Finna. Season two Wait. part one just this, came out. This Okay, so this person you're talking about, Jerry Kazuto Nakazawa, uh-huh. was the director of the Lincoln Park Breaking the Habit music video? What? I'm, I, I'm okay with that. Is it animated? So was it I think that one is animated. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah. I was about to say, I think it is, yeah. That's crazy. But still, that's cool. That's cool. You know what I mean? Like, that's uh yeah, No, absolutely. Oh, and they yeah. worked with Samurai Sh- or he worked with Samurai Champloo. That's also interesting. There is a bit of, I can definitely feel some Samurai Champloo vibes from, mm-hmm. you know. Looks but. like it was Production IG that did the production on Finna. Yep. So that's also pretty cool because they're, you know, they're really well known for, um, just uh, like Ghost in the Shell and um, uh, Haikyuu and a lot of other uh, really great productions over there. Power of God. Yeah. yeah so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it seems like this one's got the, a good setup for it to be uh, maybe not anime of the year, but potentially like a memorable series for sure. I mean, it's got a good creative team. It's got a good studio. It's got a good con- uh, you know concept to it. And, I mean, this could be one that people might still be talking about uh, after this season. So, yeah. And it's just weird that it came out so late because, like, we didn't get to talk about it during the... I feel like if it was in our first impressions, I think some of us would have been more excited. And, again, I haven't even gotten to watch it yet because I, I didn't put it in our first impressions. It's, like, came out in the middle of the season. I haven't even forgot to try it yet. I think there's already five or six episodes out. So yeah. that's, like, uh, one of those things where I've got to get my butt over there. I'm not going to lie. The MC kind of look, looking kind of cute, though, too. Anna? Finna pretty cute. Yeah, they did a good job with her design. I'm like, I think, design. oddly enough, I think some of the boys are cuter. Like, just uh, their personalities. Just in this in this show. Oh, you're looking. Oh, I'm just saying, like, you keep on. You're looking. You're looking a little homosexual over there, Kenny. Well, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know. I I like all the characters. You got to support the homies, bro. <laughs> I'm very happy. Like, I like a lot of the character designs in this in this show. So. I gotta say, I think that most Crunchyroll originals have been kind of a flop. So it's good to see that maybe this is gonna be the changing, you know, like the the big like shifting point for this. You know, right. I mean, to get a big studio like Production IG behind it is already kind of awesome. But then to also just give them sort of free reign to write and do something, and to get a creative like Nakazawa on it, I don't know, guys. We might be onto something here, finally. Yeah, the voice because actors seem to be um, pr- some pretty popular voice actors. Well, maybe not pretty popular, sick as well. Know, Let me take like, a look here. Stephanie Shea's in it. Got, oh, the uh, English voice cast. Yeah, yeah, the, well, yeah. I only recognize some of the English voice cast, but uh, oh, okay, I thought you were talking about the Japanese voice cast. No, 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 so. look, let's look at the Japanese voice cast too. I'm curious. So the Crunchyroll originals. You know, I was thinking about this. I was like, what are some of the other? We've actually talked about quite a few here on the podcast because. Uh, Tower God was one of the earliest Crunchyroll originals, yep. followed by Tonakawa, which we rated we did here on the podcast. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> David's favorite, So I'm a Spider, So What, was a Crunchyroll original. Yeah, um, it yeah, wasn't terrible. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't um, terrible. But I feel like everything kind of came to a head when the biggest Crunchyroll original of all time came out, and that's X Arm. Uh, <laughs> I just feel like oh, wait, that was that's a, when... that was a, a Crunchy original. Yeah. Oh. Somebody asked me the other day, "What's your what's the, like your least liked anime?" I was like, "X Arm." Like, what? Like, it was like 
it was one of those questions where you expect somebody to say something well known and they're like what what is x-arm i'm like don't ever look it up just just yeah, know that that's that's the worst anime i've ever seen yeah, yeah. But I think with Finna, we might be back in the right direction, is all I'm thinking, you know. I, it's like, I've wanted to watch this one, Inspector. I haven't been able to watch it. I know that Kenny has read the really manga. Like, yeah, yeah, I really like the Inspector manga. Inspector, the anime looked pretty well done, based off what I saw, and I, I need to check it out. Um, but, oh yeah, Crunchyroll also made fucking Gibby 8, which is also considered <laughs> potentially one of the worst animes of all time. Um, Someone was told about, me that I need to watch that. I think it was Jesse. It's... Yeah, it's supposedly absolutely fucking terrible. So, have you seen shout it? out to I've not I've always seen Okay, I watched one night I went on a hole where I like watched clips on YouTube cuz I was just so curious, so I started like watching clips and it's I it's incomprehensible in that format. Like I I could not understand what each clip was doing out of context. They were just really really silly. I mean, there were chainsaws and giant bugs and uh, the animation was terrible. Um, I mean, it looked like it was animated on a fucking notepad or something. Um, I mean, just ab abysmal to watch. And mm, so that's, that's when I realized I was like, maybe I need to watch it. <laughs> um, wow. So it's up there on X-Arm territory. But and then, you know, Gibby 8 started terrible and then X-Arm kind of followed up and was like, look how bad I am, though. So definitely not a good a good you know, not a lot of good work in the Crunchyroll original realm. They have three, or they have four anime upcoming, though, in the Crunchyroll original uh, zone. And one is an original work with just the title, Meji Gekin Swords and Guns. Mm. So that already is giving me bad vibes, um, just to be honest. The next one is High Guardian Spice, which looks kind of cute, but it looks very American. And it seems to have uh, mostly American production team similar to their original onyx equinox if you guys remember right. that mm, so that was also that. a mostly american team i believe um and then we've got an adaptation of a web comic written by warren ellis and illustrated by paul dillfield called freak angels this mm. one at least sounds interesting to me right so i'm not sure and then lastly blade runner black lotus which i've actually seen some promotional stuff for that one it's going to be like a spin-off anime about Blade Runner. It looks like it could be pretty cool if you're into the Blade Runner universe. Mm -hmm. And I do think that one's going to be 3D, but like that like nice movie 3D look. I don't know what else to call it. Like, you know, like the Gaunt's movie and that sort of, like Appleseed, uh, that right, sort right. of 3D sci-fi look. So <clears throat> who knows? Finn might be the changing point or it could just be a, uh, you know, just maybe, what's the word, where it's like a Everything else is terrible, but this one's good. It might be one of those, like a, uh, like a strike of lightning sort of thing. Like Finna might end up being the only really good Crunchyroll original. Who knows? Mm. But we're excited to see more. I hope it doesn't end terribly or something that would suck. But I'm really curious about this Freak Angels. Just the the poster David, alone looks really chill, interesting. Chill, David. It looks chill. interesting, dude. Chill. Uh, no, I agree. Actually, that I, it it came off as interesting to me as well. So. Um, but we'll have to watch them. Yeah, we're gonna get. You know that we on the Uncensored Anime Podcast, we try just about anything. We'll at least taste test. We'll we'll try anything. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll at least X taste test. I mean, we watched X Arm. We watched X Arm. We watched X Arm. Can't go lower than that. Someday. I've been lower. I've been lower. I've been yeah. lower. I've been lower. I've been lower. Okay. All right. So next? let's talk about the last late starter, and I know 
I think both of you watched this, and I'm the I'm the loser yep. here for this mm. one. So I wanted to make sure we save this one for last. Because I know you guys were definitely both pretty interested in it. And that is, and I know we even had someone ask us in the comments to watch this show. So hopefully, if you're out there, commenter, here we go. David and Kitty have both watched quite a bit, or at least a couple episodes, right? Yeah, um, no, I'm caught up. Man. I'm caught up. Oh, oh, damn. Okay, you guys are literally caught up to the. Uh, <laughs> fuck me. Um, but uh, Edot and Deities. No Only Peace, I believe, is the full title. Uh, it's a new MAPPA production by Kinoku Sinju, the person who wrote... I can't say their name, but the person who wrote Kobayashi's Dragon Maid and um, some of the other stuff we talked about, like Peach Boy Riverside, Ojo Jojo, um, you know, a bunch of other... I can't decline. Yeah, uh, quite a few other series that have been adapted in anime as well. So Adot and Deities is now getting its anime adaptation. Um, alongside, again, two other productions by the same artists, which are Peach Boy Riverside and Kobayashi being on air. So this person now has three anime airing at the exact same time, which is... Yep. I That's got to be like a new record, is my only <laughs> thought. Like, there's... like I can't think of any other author who has had three series that they made in manga form uh, turn into anime series. But I also have always wondered if that author is a maybe a portmanteau of multiple authors, sort of like Clamp. You know, like yeah. Clamp is a team of yeah. people. Yeah. Um, so I've always wondered if that's what that is. It might not be. You know, it might really just be one person. But I don't think that uh, – I don't think they've ever, like, showed their face or whatever. Right. So I don't know. What do you guys think? You're not in deities. Oh, tell them what it's about because I don't actually know. So it's about – basically the show starts with the current gods, um, the current Idaten, sealing up all of the demons to save the humans – except for one who has to stay behind. And then we skip, I think, like 800 years into the future and sort of a handful of demons have made it to the outside and have started pulling power to sort of kill the Idaten. But how in the title it says the Idaten no only piece, unfortunately, uh, they're a little more uh, crafty than... One would make that seem. Um, Rin especially is very, very strong, um, like unbelievably so. And so, um, yeah, that's uh, so far. That's sort of all. It, you know, we get some more explanations on what Idaten are and sort of this battle between these demons and the Idaten happen up to this point. But we, you know, it, some of the big questions haven't been answered yet, which is nice. You know, we are what seven episodes in. Um, but yeah, I really. Uh, in this show, I also really like the characters. Um, each of the Edaten are very interesting. Um, each of them have, I don't know, interesting characters. Um, and they don't sort of act exactly how you expect them to, which I think is cool. I think they're um, they're a little enigmatic, and I think that's interesting. Um, but yeah, that's that's basically what, what it's about. It's really cool. The action is awesome. I do want to say the action in this show is uh, like crazy good. Uh, Mappa bless, never, bless you, Mappa. Thank you, yeah, Mappa. Mappa never holds out they, on the fight. They showed up. They showed up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're in the pull-up gang. So. Also, Jerry, I think you would love this show because the uh, Akemi Okamura. Oh, wait, never mind. Fuck. I misread that. Bro? I thought it was the voice actor for Robin was the voice actor for Nami. So never mind. You uh, don't care. Wait a second. You don't care. No! I hate this show. No, I'm joking. Yeah, <laughs> God damn it, Nami, you Stupid! Oh. No, I'm joking. I love it. But the voice actor for Rin is the same voice actor for Nami, so that's an interesting. Oh. Wait, that's cool. That's um, cool, actually. I think Rin is my favorite character in the show, so that's really cool. Rin's very cool. She's very, very cool. 
the I actually think dangerous. I think I like Prontia the most. He's got those goofy like what? He's, he's got, got them like Ronald McDonald shoes. Yeah, he's got like he's got like Bugs Bunny feet, and you're like what? <laughs> and he's just kind of but he's like I don't know. He's fun. He's like uh, he's like uh, like Skinny Boy Sephiroth. Yeah, he's almost like yeah. I would say that exactly. He's like Skinny Boy Sephiroth. He's like Sephiroth, but uh, he's like weird, and he has those Ronald McDonald feet. <laughs> And uh, I think we were talking about this before we were record. We started recording. I think it's supposed to be eleven episodes for this season, and I think oh, that nice. episode seven, Kenny, is that the most recent one? Seven, I think. Seven. Yeah. So just a few more left. This right. one was just slightly late, so I think it'll end with the season. It'll end, yeah. If it, it sounds like it's an episode or two shorter than most, and it started yeah. only a week or two late. So it's actually going to probably end on time, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. But the other two are definitely going to bleed into fall. Finna and. Uh, and Jahi are definitely going to bleed into fall for sure. Yeah. But I don't know. So I've heard with this one that it's definitely like the more actiony. Ver- you know, this author doesn't usually do this sort of stuff. Uh, I don't know. And I heard that the colors and the animation and all that stuff like blends well mm-hmm. with this sort of style. But I don't know what I like. Have you guys noted yeah. anything in your seeing of it? Like I also heard maybe it's a little bit like more adult, like more sane yeah, almost. Yeah. So- it, it is. Yeah. So, so this is currently so it's still ongoing. It's running in Young Animal, which is known for uh, hosting Berserk. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's it's interesting because the watching the show, it's very vibrant, very bright colors, um, almost kind of mm-hmm. neon. But the the subject matter of the because at at the time there's like you know gods versus demons, but there's also humans that the show will mm-hmm. you know pan over to and mm. it's always like you know the worst of human you know life yep. of you know uh being assaulted uh right living in you know filth being poor blah 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 all those things mm. and so um and it's also kind of it's also pretty gory um in the yeah. fights uh these gods can regenerate so it's kind of more at at liberty oh. for them to kind of similar to chainsaw man Right, um, which who knows how Mappa's about to handle that one. Um, I'm, uh, I'm I'm excited for that. But, I'm um, ready for that. One. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I mean the this definitely is it's the focus is definitely on the fights, the battles. Um, mm-hmm. That's cool. There's a lot of it, and the animation for all of them is always well done. So it's right. It's yep. always really cool to watch. Right, right, right. Damn, 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 damn. Yeah. All right, well that's sick. I, I mean, no joke. Like when I started, I started watching it, and I binged the. I think it was four or five episodes right at the time. Once I started, I couldn't stop. So I think, damn, I think that will happen to you too. I think you'd really like. Probably, it. it's got the, it's got my style. I think it's definitely right up my alley with yeah, this sort yeah, of like yeah. cleaner animation, sick battle sequences, and colorful characters. That's sort of right in my zone. So. Of age I'm characters. Oh, Your that's favorite. oh what mwah, what a tasty what a tasty delight! Thank you for making the characters adults. <laughs> um, so <laughs> it's just so sad because like you guys watched the three new shows, but I've only mainly been watching. You know, David been watching Naruto. I watched um, Shaman King, the new one on Netflix, which we're going to talk about in a later episode. But I've already watched through it. The guys, you guys haven't been able to get through what's up there yet, right? I've been watching Naruto. I'm sorry. No, oh, you're oh, never yeah, mind. I'm Actually, sorry, guys. Sorry, David's only been watching Naruto. I actually got like like 600 more episodes it's to watch because I watch all shipping too. So I'm, I'm gonna be it's a little crazy. behind. This is actually the uncensored Naruto podcast. <laughs> no, I'm just, um, no, I'm just um, 
That makes sense. But no, I watched Shaman King and I really uh, was... One thing I got to say about it before... Because we're going to probably do a full review and breakdown. But one of the coolest things for me was... Which surprised me. Is that Netflix did a... Did it like reached... They they like got the old four kids voice actors to like come back and do the dub. And it was super nostalgic watching it. I watched most of it in dub. Because I was just kind of like... Oh, you know, I've already read the manga. I'm going to just put it on the background instead of having to focus on it. So I watched most of it in dub... And, uh, yeah, it was just really cool to have, especially Monta's voice actor. If anyone remembers from the four kids dub, he was just this ridiculously over the top voice actor. And he came back and nailed it for this, for the redub, for the dub of the new series. Just, I mean, absolutely came back full force, even though he's like pretty much done no dub work since four kids. So I thought that was like weird. I was like, they must've like hunted this guy down. He was probably like living a normal life working as like an accountant or something. They're like, listen, dude new shaman king anime we want you to come back and play he was like i'm on it you know i uh i don't know but that was really nostalgic for me and i think that i was going in with super low expectations because so many people talk shit on it and i i ended up i'll tell you guys a lot more about it when we review it but i was much more impressed than i expected to be so i'm excited to talk about that in a future episode the only other show i obviously watched recently was i watched all of golden kamui so we watched all three seasons of it um I don't think we'll ever take much time to talk about that on the show, but if you're listening and you haven't checked out Golden Kamui, you know, give it a shot. It's kind of a, it's like a seinen adventure series. Got, and it's mainly seinen, not because of like blood or violence or even like nudity. It's mainly seinen for just like having some really sh- like adult topics, um, which include just like, you know, people who are murderers and people who are, who do like really uncomfortable things. There's like one character who, he kills people and then he like skins them and turns them into like stuffed dolls. Um, and his like whole house is like filled with like stuffed human dolls. You know what I mean? Like that's more, and it's not particularly like violent. Like, you know, you don't see him like skinning people or something, you know, like that doesn't really happen, but you know, it's like just slightly more mature subject matter, uh, Mm -hmm. for the series. So I think that's where, if you get into the series, the, the violence is a little heavier in the manga is what I've been told. And the anime actually kind of toned it down. And there's a lot of nude boys. I will say there's a lot of naked men in this series. So if that makes you uncomfortable instead of, like, naked women, I don't know. It shouldn't because naked men, I don't know. You should be, If you're comfortable with naked women, you should be comfortable with naked men. Um, yeah, but, right. yeah, there's a lot of male nudity in this series as well. Mm. So if you want to give Golden Comedy a shot, I want to tell, you know, our listeners to give it a shot because I, I enjoyed it. And thought it was quite i mean it's 36 episodes i think 36 i think it's 36 12 24 30 i think it's 36 um so if you want to watch all of it give it a shot uh and that covers a lot of the manga too so um there are some ovas that fill in some of the stuff they skipped so you can also watch the ovas after you complete the series um because they it was it's really weird the anime kind of skipped over some of the small like small like not necessary parts and then they went back and animated them as ovas so that's another unique part of the series that I found interesting. Obviously, the later down the line, the more the series got super focused on what the like end goal was, there was less they could cut out. But uh, in the early parts, they definitely cut out a lot to kind of catch up to the the current content. So the actual the U.S. manga release and where the anime ended are really close together. The anime was only a little bit behind where the current manga volumes are at. So if you watch all the anime, you'd be pretty much you'd be only about ten to twenty chapters behind the American manga release right now. So that's Sounds pretty like cool. the pacing's pretty fast. It's super fast, it, but it works for this series. It's not a, it's not a very wordy, it is wordy in moments, but it's not, 
it's got a really good, just nice, fast-paced um, mm-hmm. vibe to it. So, But like I said, and, I mean, they mainly did it by cutting stuff out, too, and adding it back in as OVAs. I mean, that's how they got through a lot of it. They just kind of ch- – like, if there was, like, ten chapters of, you know, a side story where they, like, end up in a village and they fucking uh, – there's literally one side story where they meet this guy – and he was like uh, fucking animals, and they they find that out like through their interactions with him because at first they think he's just like a normal hunter, but he's like having sex with them, um, and it was like a ten chapter sub, like subplot, but it doesn't really advance the like main plot. So the anime just chopped it, but they did go back and animate it as an ova, which is even weirder that they were like, <laughs> I, I guess fans just really wanted some of that stuff that they cut out animated, yeah. so they went back and did it. Um, but yeah, Golden Combo, you guys should uh, check it out. Yeah, I mean, fucking animals. Been... Yeah. He, I, I yeah. told you. I, I warned you. Okay, there's one character in this series that when he kills people, he nuts, dude. Like every time he murders, he like has a, a mind blowing orgasm. And that's like his whole shtick. So he just like has this like deep sexual attraction to murder. And he, he like tries to kill the main character. And, you know, the main character is the immortal Sugimoto. So he's like, he sees it as like the biggest orgasm if he could kill him you know it's like oh the biggest nut of my oh, life the biggest dude. Nut. like you know that's good if i could murder fuck? the immortal sugimoto damn it um but okay um, i'm not gonna lie i kind of want to watch this now david are you i mean you own the manga i have i, mean, I have guys... all 23 volumes and uh bro read whether you read it or watch it they're both uh, a wife read the whole manga and read watch the anime with me i just watched the anime but i think I'm gonna i had a blast it. i had a blast with it and it's it's one of those shows that uh, I feel like it's kind of it's not slept on. It's like talked about enough that I don't think that it's like really like slept on. Yeah, but I mean, it's popular. Uh, yeah, sure. exactly. It's like it's a popular Satan series, but when it comes to like popular, popular, you know, it's not like it's not like a popular series. You know, it's not but, Boruto. It's not the best. Right. You know, anime of all time. Boruto, Naruto, what, Next what Generation. Saying, what are you saying? What is he talking about? Jerry, how do you kick someone from a board? How, how do you remove someone from a podcast? No, <laughs> no, uh, fuck Barto, dude. Oh my god, I can't believe I even want to think about. I don't want to think. I have right, to read right, more right. of it. We'll, we'll shit on Barto requi- today. I'm requiring myself to read more of it later this week. So fuck me, dude. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay, is there any other news that we've been missing, guys? I feel like I, I hate myself for this, but I feel like every day I'll like see some anime news and I'll like forget to write it down. And then I'll like we'll get on the podcast and I'll be like, what? Like, did we? What? There's no news. And like right after I'll be like, oh shit, you know? Yeah. Uh, I think I think the biggest thing that comes to mind is mm-hmm. so we mentioned uh, two year eternity. First twenty episodes have have aired, so season one is yep. done, and they've already confirmed season two airing yep. fall twenty twenty two. Yeah, so that's pretty exciting. I haven't. I've only still have seen episode one. I'm probably going to binge the the season this week because I I've yeah. read the first four volumes or three volumes and I I'm really liking it so I'm just going to watch it. I'm on episode like 14 I think I haven't finished up but I'm on like 13 or 14. Yeah. But we'll, uh, we'll have it. We'll probably have it in time for our. Yeah, we should. Up. We'll we'll certainly if you're looking forward to it, we'll we'll talk about it during our summer wrap up at the or end of this season. Right so, right. um, because yeah, it 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 bled into summer quite a bit. Um, it did not really complete by the end. And we talked a little bit about it at the fall wrap-up uh, just because I had watched it at that time, so I did talk a little bit about it. Mm-hmm. But, um, 
yeah, we'll talk more on that show if you're interested in our thoughts. Uh, near, but I will say I loved it. I've loved what I've seen so far. So mm. it's going to be probably one of my favorites of the year, I think. But um, oh. I think so. Uh, I'm just worried because I heard about what happens in the manga, and it scares the bejeebus out of me because it's... Oh, yep. K- Kitty knows. Kitty, are you caught up or are you... Uh... Kitty reads it weekly. All, right? all I, I will I say... All I will say is that the author has stated that oh, no. To Your Eternity will be a three-part series. And the manga has already completed its first part and started its second part. And I'll just say that audience reactions to part two of To Your Eternity have been not good. Right. <laughs> the audience have not liked the direction the author has taken it in part two of the series. Um, the anime only covers like half of part one. So the second season will most likely complete part one of To Your Eternity, mm. which will be great because a lot of people consider the ending of part one. Some audience members now, you know, I think the show or the manga has gone about 30 or 40 chapters into part two. Some people are just they've just they've just decided part one is it like they're they're just like it's pretending like part bad. two doesn't exist. They're just like the ending of part one was great. That's the end of the series. There's no need for part two. Wow. Um, yeah. But uh, the authors already kind of joked about. Well, not joke, they've talked about part three, and they're saying that each part's going to be about the same length. So that means that part two still has another year or two of content left, which is crazy. And then part three will have another two to three years of content, which you know puts it on track to really wrap up in the next five to six years. But we'll see if the popularity can... T- I'm, I personally think that just with the complete dip in interest from readers, I think that the, the, the manga publishing company is going to say... I know you had this grandiose plan, but let's go ahead and wrap it up. <laughs> let's just... How much I can does, see the anime, does the anime cover the entire part one? No, it's only half of part one. So oh. part, that's why I'm pretty sure season two will be... The, it'll comp, I bet season we'll two like, will complete part one. Season, if that yeah, makes sense. part one. Yeah. Or so it'll make it to where two. that if you watch season one and two together, mm-hmm. you'll get sort of the, the part one of To Your Eternity. But yeah, I don't want to spoil what part two is about. But I have heard I, I spoiled it for myself because I'm dumb, but um, I I will say the premise confuses me. Is all I'll say. It just confuses me. All right. So if you're if you're a curious listener and you're like, holy shit, what's part two? Go spoil it for yourself. But I'm not going to spoil it here on the podcast because I know a lot of us are watching the anime and uh, haven't read the manga or don't aren't interested in the manga or maybe won't ever be interested in it. But I really want to buy all of part one, which is the first 12 volumes of the manga. I plan to have that in my collection. I don't know if I'll have any of part two in my collection, but maybe once I get to it, I'll, uh, I'll decide if I like it personally because I'm not just going to write it off because of what other people say. But right, because right? I, I love this author. They're really great. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. So Silent Voice um, is probably one of my favorite stories Oh yeah, Ever. Silent Voice is unreal. Like, it's amazing. And to the same note as to your eternity, I they finally confirmed that Tokyo Avengers is only going to be twenty four episodes. What? Which means we only have two episodes or two or three episodes left. So they're going to be cut seasonal. It. Yeah, um, which is really disappointing since yeah. the animation's <laughs> literally shit piss. Um, oh my god! They're going to get. Uh, wait, who's the animation studio for this? Because they're going to. I bet season two. That's really promising because I bet season two's animation is going to just increase in. Um, you think they'll get a bigger budget because of all the money they made? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's right. going. That's what you're I, saying. Hopefully, okay. Yeah, hopefully. You can say that all you want, but you know how these anime studios be doing, bro. They be like, 
if, if they, we're gonna make money off it, animators. if we're gonna make money off it anyway, then you know that's the that's kind of their mentality. They're like, oh, it's already popular. It doesn't have to look good. Shit. Um, <laughs> I mean, I hate to say it, but yeah. So that means it's gonna wrap up, which means we'll also be able to talk about it at the end of summer because uh, it, it's gonna wrap up right next to this, which. For those of you familiar with the series, uh, the Bloody Halloween arc is going to essentially conclude, and that's all that the first season is going to have, is up through the Bloody Halloween arc. I think it's going to adapt something like between 70 and 80 chapters of the manga total in the first 24 episodes. So it moved at a pretty steady pace of like three to four chapters an episode, um, which is not bad at all. Um, I felt pacing was really good for the first season of TR, but... um, Bloody Halloween was kind of of slow, but I think everything else felt... Well. Yeah, it didn't. Well yeah, it didn't bother me. I think, but yeah. I think the biggest thing that started to bother me is that I just think that it's well. We'll talk more about it later, but I, I want to wait till the season's over before yeah, I have some yeah. final judgment on it. But I, I certainly was. I have Tokyo Avengers started as probably my favorite of that season and has slowly just declined. And To Your Eternity has reminded me. Oh wait, a good story and a good an- good animation together is what makes a good package compared to just a good story. And I think that's where um, TR is going to struggle to to stick around. But I, I hope you're right, David. I hope that they are like, all right, this shit's a moneymaker. Let's pump some more money into it. But yeah, IDK. I bro. mean, okay. the the live action movie has been fucking bussing. Oh, in Japan. you just talked about that. Yeah, the money was making. What's yeah. the? Do you? Is there any numbers actually around yeah, about I have like them how all much? Right here. You want to oh. talk about movies in Japan real quick? Well, this yeah. Are there other movies or just this? Uh, one? Yeah, <laughs> there, like... Well, there is. There's another one that I want to ask about. But so okay, okay. The Tokyo Revengers, it the live action movie, debuted uh, second week of July. So July 10th, 11th was opening weekend. It grossed five million dollars. In, in that weekend. wow, okay, which pretty is pretty wild. pretty was, subpar compared to like an American. Wait, say again. It was the highest uh, grossing film that weekend. I don't know if oh, that's okay. oh, that's Japanese. That's yen. So I don't know what that translates to dollars. It's couple. Like... I don't know off the top of my head uh, either. But that's subpar compared to an American release. But that's pretty good for a Japanese release. Oh, actually, no, you know what I mean. Is U.S. dollars. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Five million. Wow. Yeah. Compared, to, like you know how like a U.S. release, like I'm pretty sure Shang Chi made like. 30 million or 40 million this weekend but yeah. you know what i mean it's like 91 million was it 90 million i thought it was way lower i thought they had a bat well shite on me dude i thought um, it was the whole labor day weekend though i think they included monday oh um holy moly yeah kenny uh holy bejeebus it, almost 100, 100 million almost 100 no, 94 million in the first weekend so um yeah Jeez. that's insane that's that's gotta be uh but oh. you know, it's a it's a it's a fact that we're shifting back to people being willing to go to theaters again, comparatively. Yeah. But but yeah, compared to uh, you know, Tokyo Avengers is doing good. Yeah. But it's nothing like an American release. But obviously, yeah. I mean, and, and so, you so can't to, really compare to, to Hollywood. date, Tokyo Avengers live action has grossed thirty about thirty eight million dollars. That's so that's really good. That's a lot of money. And for yeah. I don't I need to look at like how live action anime adaptations usually perform yeah is there like a list like wait what I, now i'm curious is there like a live action anime adaptations uh like box gross? office results? yeah box office gross 
I'm like, is there like a comparison chart somewhere? List of highest grossing live action animated films. Wait. Oh, I don't know if. Oh, are these? Oh, I think these are all. Oh, never mind. I'm looking at a list of American stuff. Um, list of highest grossing Japanese live action films. Okay, let's see that. No, I think that's just going to be any movie made in Japan. Yeah, that's any movie made in Japan. Damn it. I want one specifically based off anime, damn I'm it. Looking at this, so Death. So Veroni Kenshin is up there. Oh, yeah, Death I guess we no. could just look at this list and see how which ones have anime ones yeah. near the top. Are they. Oh, yeah, Kenshin. Kenshin's the. Kenshin's the 22nd highest grossing live action, the 22nd highest grossing film to be made in Japan ever. So yeah. it's gotta be, I mean, it's gotta be like the I've, top I've one. heard the Roroni Kenshin films are like the best live action yeah. anime adaptations, but I, I don't know. I don't know anything about <laughs> Yeah, Kenshin. I'm not even a huge Kenshin fan, so um, it's whatever, yeah. but. But, uh, but no, that's, huh. it's interesting. Oh, damn. Okay, wait, Notame Cantable, isn't that a, a manga? An anime? What's it called? No dame, no dame cantable. Yeah, uh, this is. Yeah. That one's that one's number nine, the ninth highest, highest grossing movie of all time in Japan. Mm. No dame cantable, the movie too. Is that just an anime movie though? Um, no, I think it's a live, it's a live action, action one. It's live action. It was a live action version of it. They turned into a film. Musical romantic comedy. Yeah. That's Jose. interesting. It's the very selling Jose a manga in history? Wait, what the hell? I didn't know that. Why have we never talked about this? I've never heard of this. I mean, I feel like I've heard the name, but I don't think I know much about it. I, when I think of Jose, I think of um I think of Nana. Yeah. Oh wait. What is this one? Okay, number seven actually, two above Notame, is a movie called Rookies, which is a Japanese shonen manga series written and illustrated by Masanori Morita. About baseball? From Weekly Shonen Jump. No, it's about like a uh, uh, amateur teacher who is faced with the challenge of guiding a high school baseball club. Yeah, yeah you're right. Huh. High school baseball club composed of delinquents. Like Bad News Bears? Like Bad News Bears. <laughs> Sounds like it. Yeah, it looks mm. like they made a movie of it. A live action film of it in 2009. And it's the, it's the seventh highest grossing live action film in Japan. That's pretty cool. Wait, yeah, what the hell? It's by the same guy who wrote Roku and Dashi Blues, Kenny, if you remember that. It's really? Also a yeah, yeah. Also a weekly Shonen Jump delinquent manga. Hmm. Oh, wait, now I'm moving up the list. These are all based off manga. Umizaru 3, The Last Message. So this is now number six. A 2010 Japanese film directed by Eichiro Hasumi based on the manga series Umizaru by Shuho Sato. What the hmm. fuck? I've never heard of this. I wonder if some just maybe some anime and manga translate better to live action. I right. mean, because rook, rookies definitely like that sounds like just people, you know, right. playing baseball. That would work well as a live action, especially if it's scripted good. Yep. Yep. Um, so that's that's kind of crazy. This is a. Uh... Yeah, I'm kind of surprised. Can't to can't to be David's going to be reading No to Make Cantable. Yeah, he's a big no. Jose fan, so. Whatever. No, David loves Jose and Yuri, actually. That's he all loves I mean. Yuri. Shoujo, Jose, Yuri. These are David's favorite categories. Now. Wait, I do love a good Shoujo, okay? Yummy. I don't know. I can't, what's your, if we were to pick best Shoujo of all time, what would it be? Vamp? Oh, Vampire no, Night. Uh, uh, Vampire uh, Night? Uh, Vampire Night? I think that's it. Come on. <laughs> uh, that, is that, did you honestly just ask that question? I honestly was thinking about it the other day because I was like, what? 
what do I like? Like what um like what shoujo do I like? And I, the only one I could think of that I've like really really enjoyed was My Love Story. Yeah. I probably um, recommend Inuyasha. God, I don't even remember the David. name. Of it, but there's a there's what? a shoujo manga that's Inuyasha's a shonen. That's a shoujo. It ran in uh it ran in weekly shonen Sunday, I believe. No. Yeah. It ran in, yeah, weekly show on Sunday. Did it really? For a a whopping almost 10 years. 96 to, no, over 10 years, 12 years. Mm -hmm. Fuck. Yeah, it's, Rumiko writes a lot of shoujo, but Inuyasha is considered a shonen. Or at least it was intended to be a shonen. It was in a shonen magazine, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that her other series, though, let's see here. Nope, Ursa Yatsura was a shonen. Yeah. Maison Ikoku Wait, ran in a seinen except magazine. Except for like a few are shown in. Yeah, Maison Ikoku ran in a seinen a seinen magazine. Uh, Mermaid Saga ran in a shonen magazine. Ron Mahaff ran in a shonen magazine. Fuck. Um, yeah, so actually, all of her works have been considered either shonen or seinen. Um, even though she is a woman, which is okay. Yeah. Women can write shonen. Yeah. yeah Wait. The high, the highest selling uh, manga. Or the the last couple of years, highest selling manga co was female, so yeah, it's shonen. What you on about? What you saying? Kiyo Oh, the author of uh, yeah, the author of Demon Slayer is a woman. Yeah, I think that uh, Koyaharu wrote and drew it though, right? There wasn't a right. second and, person. No, yeah, she no, did the art and story. Although That's I think I, mean. I think technically, like because like I don't know, like I think you go they them whenever you're doing manga co because they don't they're like. Ethereal deal themselves, yeah, yeah. Which is, I, I think that's a cool Japanese custom that makes it so that they don't have to be in the limelight, you know? Because yeah. like everybody knows who the fuck Stan Lee is, you know? Right. But I've always assumed that there's like there's some mangaka that choose to come out and be like a public figure. Like I think of like Hirohiko Araki, Akira Toriyama. Like those are mangaka to me that are like they're very public. But then there are other authors like I like. I know Ichiro Oda's a guy, and there's, like, some old photos of him on the internet, but for the most part, he is not a very public person. Um, right. He's actually a pretty private person and doesn't really do interviews with his face. He does interviews, but generally his face is covered, which I think yeah. is interesting as well. But I wonder why he's never kind of shifted to being on that other side because he, he kind of grew up in the era when mangaka were still not very private, but nowadays it's like, Mangaka intentionally don't reveal themselves. Um, yeah. It's like a very personal smart. thing. So, yeah, I guess, I guess, yeah. Like some if you're walking become... around, creator of One Piece, like I feel like you'd be like <laughs> stampeded over. <laughs> yeah, you would have a tough time. I mean, I, when I when you really think about it, yeah, these are creators of some of the biggest franchises now in the world, and yeah. that's where it starts to get. You know, maybe 20 years ago, it was whatever because a lot of these manga weren't becoming these international successes. But nowadays, it's like. I mean, think about, uh, uh, what's his name? Giga Akatami. Yeah. You know, yeah. if people knew who he was, he's this 27-year-old dude. But, like, if it was easy to identify him, he's now a worldwide, like, superstar. You oh, know, yeah. his name is printed on millions and millions of books that have been shipped all over the world all of a sudden. Mm. Uh, and this timeline between it being, like, almost nothing to millions was, like, less than a year. Like, a year ago... People didn't really know him. Now, all of a sudden, his name's on books literally all over the world getting sold by the by the, by the the boatload. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. 
Kenny, was there a shojo you were going to mention a second ago before we started talking about? It's what I really like. Um, it's I don't even remember the name of it. I read the whole thing uh, straight through. It's finished. Um, it's about like a rich boy and a poor girl who are both very studious, and they like they compete oh. in elementary school, middle school, high school to sort of be the top of their class. But then the girl cannot afford to go to college, and so like they. But obviously, the boy, like, falls in love, like, in, like, middle school. He's like, I'm in love with you. Like, what's going on? And she's like, what? You're weird. What? It's it's really cute. Um, and I love, like, I, as they sort of develop their relationship and she comes to, you know, she's like, oh, I actually, I love him. Like, um, he's someone that I always want to be by. And so, I don't know. It's really cute. I don't even remember the name of it. It's like, you know, when were, when were this age when we married or some bullshit? Like, that's the... Like he makes that's the whole thing. He makes like a bet with her, like, if I can beat you, then you'll marry me or you'll date me. Um it's really cute. Um I can't even remember the name of it. I read it straight through and I think that's probably my favorite shoujo, which sucks because I don't remember the name of it, but I just had a really good time reading it, so Oh, Banana Fish. That's oh, Banana Fish that's your favorite shoujo? That's my favorite shoujo. I love I love that love story, honestly. Boys love for boys life. Love, okay? Boys love for life. I think, for I think I've only read slash seen like three shojos. Yeah, I haven't really two of them we engaged about, much. And yeah, one's Vampire Night. I'm about to say I feel like there's a lot of shojos that I know of. Um, like let's see here, best selling shojo manga. I feel like if I go to the best selling ones, I'll know all of them. Oh, Fruits Basket is one that's super popular. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen Fruits Basket yet. Uh, I've seen I the old. I've seen the old school version of it. The, you know what I mean. The first anime they did back in the day, but I never watched the uh, the new one. I would like to watch it. Actually, I think it'd be a fun one for us to talk about on here. Oh, Sailor Moon. Uh, well, oh. yeah, that one is. Uh, oh, come on, that come one's on. a gimme. Hey, hey David, that's a gimme. That's a gimme. That's a gimme. So like, like, okay, here's a couple that are like. Okay, you didn't say it. Here's a couple of the best selling ones, like Boys Over Flowers, which I've obviously heard of, just never watched. Glass Mask, Nana, um, Crest the Royal Family. Itazura Kiss, Sailor Moon, uh, Chibi Maruko-chan, um, Kimini Todoke. I know Kimini Todoke. Fruits Basket, Tokimeki Tonight. That's see, that's like one I've never heard of. Tokimeki uh, Memorial. No, Tokimeki Tonight. Come on, I think I wonder if it's a part of that uh, that universe because there were these old PS2 games. Tokimeki Memorial that never never mind never mind guys. I'm I'm looking at the page because now I'm curious. These Looks are like a manga and an anime and a follow-up manga called Tokimeki Midnight. Any video I'm games? I'm not seeing any video games listed on their wiki. Dang. Tisk tisk. Um, yeah, but like these are some of the shows. Asari-chan. I don't know what that is either. Patalario. Uh, Seito Shoku. These are all good. Sell. These have all sold very well, and I've like never heard of them. Yukon yeah. Club. Dobutu oh, yeah. no Oisha-san. I want to read all of these. Oh, Fushigi Yuki, Kitty. We know that one. Fushigi-yugi. I know Fushigi Yugi. Okay, I wish uh, I still I still think about it because I wish that I could be the Fushigi Yugi guy instead of the Vampire Knight. No, 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 no. Like Vampire Knight's no, become my thing, but Fushigi Yugi is hilariously perfect. Like it's, it's the Miyaka Tamahome bullshit. The it's great. Oh my god, the opening to Fushigi Yugi. Go back and listen to it, guys. It is great. So, wait, is Orin High School not one of the best selling? I don't think it's short. I think that's the issue. Weird. That's one that I would have thought. Wait, unless high school, on, wait, I thought it was like hella long. 
it's no, it's like twenty volumes, maybe. It's not super volumes. long. Eight, yeah, eighteen volumes. It's not. It's super only long. like twenty-four episodes, right? Maybe yeah, the anime was. Um, yeah, Orin's one that I thought would have been a better selling one, but it's not really represented in the list that I just found. So, because um, that's another one I think of when I think of shoujo manga, yeah. uh, manga anime, whatever. Shoujo is definitely a genre that is as us. I feel like all of us are definitely not masters of, and I think that's one that I've always like. I read a lot of shonen. I read a lot of seinen. I watch a lot of shonen. I watch a lot of seinen. But uh, Shoujo and Josai, I've always not uh, been as engaged in. And I feel like I feel like I'm doing a disservice to myself because there's probably a lot of great stories over there that we just have missed. Because, I don't know, maybe maybe we're all sexist. Maybe that's what it is. No. Um, uh, yeah, I do like the... the re- I, like, I like the Remarried Empress. That's a webtoon. And I would say that's a shoujo. Shoujo, uh, but not running like an... Obviously, yeah, it's running a shoujo manga. Right, It's a, you know? but it's a... It's a yeah. It's definitely yeah. very shoujo. The boys are very pretty. Um, the boys are back in town. Yeah. The boys are back in town. Okay. Uh, great, dudes. Well, uh, so what else? did we have other news we missed? Um, oh, so we were talking about movies. I just wanted oh, to, shit. to mention. I was so, going to say, we, we pivoted hard just now. Yeah, we were talking about realize, like, What happened to us? Um, uh, but to, to go back to the movies in Japan, Japanese box office, so My Hero Academia World Heroes Mission came out um, at the beginning of, of August. Oh, fuck. And we kind of forgot to talk about it, but this came out about a month ago, opening weekend. It, it didn't, oh, so what's funny is the same weekend that it came out was the same weekend that Fast 9, the Fast Saga, came out. So shit. it did not, I mean, it got second. Highest grossing that weekend, but five million. I know. The Furious was rocking the jaws yeah. of my hero. Yeah. Yeah. The issue, the issue is that my hero just wasn't as much about family. Vin you know? was like, no, he was like family. You don't know fam- about family. 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 Uh. So, but I mean, ever since that week, its opening week, it's still been performing really well, at least in the top three. Um, oh. Well, well, no. Then it kind of dipped. Uh oh. So it was second place first week, and then third place, and then fifth place, and then first place uh-huh. the weekend of August twenty eighth, twenty ninth, and then second uh-huh. place this most this past weekend. Wow. So um, total, okay. it's, it's grossed about twenty four million dollars to date. Mm-hmm. So I mean, pretty good. That's a lot of money. I mean, um, it ain't no demon train, but it ain't no demon train. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so I, I haven't like seen or like read any reviews about it yet. I kind of just want to wait till it's out so I can watch it for myself. Yeah. Um, I mean this, we talked about both the first and second movies on this podcast for my hero. We um, did. I think overall first one was like pretty good. And the second one was like, like a, a fanfic of Bakugo. So it was, it was literally like jerking off Bakugo yeah. for a fucking whole film. So, um, <laughs> So I'm curious to see what That's the third what movie is about. That's what you used your film for. Yeah, yeah. Kenny dreams about that. He he's, wanted a movie about Bob. He was like, Bakugo oh, Bakugo all Bakugo for one. one. Come he's on, my now. favorite character, okay? Shit. He's the easiest character. I like Bakugo a lot. I love Bakugo. So, um, yeah. It's pretty dope, though. He's been performing well. Yeah, I'm curious to see, you know, if it keeps, uh, keeps on selling well. Um, I know yeah. nothing about what this movie is about, also, by the way. I Me think either. it's about spies and shit. I only know that it's got Todoroki, Bakugo, and Deku at the center of it. 
they have cool outfits yeah, and yeah. Um, they're i think endeavors helping them in this one too so yeah there's some, i think that's about all i know of it some new characters blah 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 so, oh yeah a little bit of new yeah new. but hopefully also it's not i wanted to ask you guys new. have you heard of this movie called bell the dragon and the freckled princess you're making it up. You're making no. it up. I haven't not heard real. of it. Why not is real. it doing good in Japan right now? You're making it I'm up. I'm looking at this. Uh, I'm looking at this, uh, like art, like poster art, and it's it's animated, so it's an animated movie. And um, I, I think it's a. Is it a sequel? Hold on. I'm really? Doing, I'm doing research live right now. Dave is doing live research. Maybe. Uh, oh no. I, okay. So, Bell, the Dragon, and the Freckled Princess is a 2021 Japanese animated science fantasy film, written and directed by Mamoru Hosoda. Oh, that's the guy who does Boy and the Beast. Yeah. Right. And Wolf uh, Children. So this person has done. Uh, they did a One Piece movie. They did Wolf Children, The Boy and the Beast, Mirai, and Bell. Hey, you know, listen, it's all up there, okay? <laughs> but I, I, I saw that because it's been performing really well. It's been, yeah. it's been like first, so it came out middle of July, first opening weekend. It was ranked number one that weekend, ranked mm-hmm. number one the following two weekends, and then it's ever since then it's always been the top three. It's, That's dope. So it's been like performing really is it, well. So, is it two D? Uh, yeah, it's a, yeah. it's another. It's another memory of Hosoda. I saw Born the Beast twice in theaters, so I really liked that. Film. And every and everybody talks about Wolf Children. It's one of the. Um, oh really? Like, yeah, one of like the best anime films. I'd say that, Yeah, I'd say Wolf Children is considered yeah a very, very um timely film. So huh. we should watch this, guys. Well, we should Bell, watch the this. Dragon yeah. and the Freckled Princess. I yeah. wonder if it'll get like a. Usually his movies get like a Netflix release or like a, you know what I mean? It'll probably get an international release in the, in the coming months. Uh, mm. Just because yeah. Hoshida is like just such a popular, he's popular outside of Japan, if that makes any sense. Like he's yep. a well-known mm. director and animator. So I had no idea he was doing a new movie. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's been out for a while too. So, and performing really weird. well. So that's dope. Uh, we should, that's we should I got to watch that. it. I'm say, yeah. got to watch it. Maybe if yeah. it comes to theaters, we can go see it. Ooh. Oh, if it goes to theaters, we'll go. Yeah, Uncensored sure. anime podcast? Going to the movies? Mm-hmm. Heck yep. yeah. Oh yeah, Hosoda is also the one that did the Digimon movie and Summer Wars, which is just, right. all, which is just also the Digimon, Digimon movie. movie. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> it's Digimon movie and then it's his own, but it's still the same movie, essentially. Yep. Um, uh, yeah, this this so looks dope. That movie that's looks all cool. the news I had for movies I just wanted to talk about. Dang, okay, Ooh. David. Wow. You tired, Jerry? Other than that, I guess so. Jesus, not even late. working um, too much, bro. You're a hard worker, Jerry. You're working too hard. Just working too hard. I'm about, to go try to put, I'm about to go try to put some work in on those hornets that are living right outside my door. Oh, uh, no. Not your hornets. Uh, those hornets have just been popping off, they're gonna, like, they're gonna fight you. I was like, I you're killed three stung? of them yesterday with the spray, and so I was hoping, okay, that's it. They're dead for good. Like, that's all. And I was thinking the ones that were gonna come back, they would, uh, they would just die instantly. That's what I was told was supposed to happen. But no, today... Three more showed up, and they, they are not dead. So, come what on, you, Spectricide. What if you um, killed all the wasps or hornets that were in that nest, and then, like, just some random hornets came up and just, like, took over the nest? They like, just moved in. They were like, they were like, oh, look at this they were like, 
They're like, wow, this is an open nest. Guess we don't have to build anything. No, go the fuck away, you hornets. Quit living. They're like right out my door, too. It's like yeah, it's when scary. you open the door, there's like three hornets just like. And I'm like, what the? So I'm about to get them again tonight. Honestly, like right after we're done, I'm about to. Psst, just use the whole bottle. Yeah. Just use the whole bottle. Just, a yeah. whole bottle? I was. <laughs> Kenny's like, wait, 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 wait. Um, That's a lot. Yeah. Um, you guys have to go back inside after that. Um, okay. And this time I'm going to get like gloves and stuff too. Cause like, I'm, I'm not trying to get poison on me. Um, right. that's fair. Whatever. We're not talking about Hornets. Um, <laughs> welcome to the Hornets podcast. Uh, the weird thing is that I just feel like there haven't been a lot. It's kind of like production news on anime have kind of slowed right now. And I don't know why that is like, there haven't been any like major announcements, no major series sort of like getting adapted soon. Anything like that has sort of come to, to light recently. Um, I feel like a lot of people are just waiting because Demon Slayer is about to come out, uh, mm. you know, and then Chainsaw Man is supposed to be coming out. The new Attack on Titan. A lot of stuff's already been announced, though. You know, it's information Villain that we Saga know. Villain Saga 2 is coming soon, I think, in January. Villain Saga mm. Season 2 finally got confirmed, you know. Um, so a lot of this is new, but I think that it, a lot of people are just sort of waiting right now. You know, what's the next, you know, what's going to be the next, next on the menu? Um, and I think that's kind of an interesting time to be in as an anime fan because it's usually I think a lot of anime fans use this time to catch up on stuff they missed. You know, yeah, they're like, okay, we've got to breathe. You know, we've got some time to breathe. What's the show that I meant to watch six years ago that I missed for some reason? You know, and I've seen a lot of that. A lot of my friends and stuff that are like, you know, I'm trying to watch something that I I might have you know something under the radar. So I don't know. I hope I wonder. I'm curious. Those of you listening, maybe comment down below. Are you watching any shows now that are not new that you're uh, trying to go catch up on? That is there an older show that you maybe missed and you were like, "Oh, I want," because I want to hear what you guys are watching um, at home that uh, maybe are doing this. Because I think me, David, and Kenny have kind of been toying around with the idea of doing a retro review, maybe picking some old anime that both of us hadn't watched or all three of us hadn't watched, um, and going back and finally watching them and kind of giving you guys a little bit of a review of what that would be. So I'd love to hear down below maybe some of your show choices. Obviously, you might suggest something that we've seen, but uh, feel free to tell us down below if there's any retro shows, shows you'd like to maybe hear some that are older. You know, we're not talking stuff that's come out in the last couple of years, maybe stuff even before 2010, um, you know, kind of in the older era of anime that we might be able to revisit. That would be fun because I'm curious. This is definitely that time, and uh, we've kind of got a month or so before fall starts, so mm-hmm. this would be a great time to binge an old series that we've all never seen. So I don't know. Yeah. Right around this time last year is when we watched Erased, which was one we had all needed to go back and visit. So I think well, this I is a good it. time. To, well, David and I had to had missed and wanted to go back and you sick bastard. Um, I think um I think also this is kind of like because this always happens every season where it's like like two to three episodes before the season's over. It's like all the things for the next season have already been announced. Right. Um, and so, and usually after season's finished, like with Two Year Eternity, there's, if there's more content, there's like a follow-up announcement of, hey, by the way, there's going to be a new season. Like mm-hmm. with, two, like Two Year Eternity did that, Quintessential Quintuplet Season 2 did that with the movie. Jujutsu Dr. Tyson did that. Um, so we're also like a few weeks away from any kind of follow-up announcements. Because I'm pretty sure uh, for... Like Tokyo Revengers will definitely, I'm sure, will get a confirmation. You know, season two announcement. Um, 
Same with uh, I, I am not watching any of the summer shows, so I can't remember all of them. But uh, I'm no I know he died in deities. There's a lot of content with that. I'm sure there'll be a follow up yeah, announcement when that's too. finished. So yeah, I agree. I agree. <sighs> but yeah, so that's where we're at right now with news and everything, guys. So I don't know. The only uh, other thing I want to talk about is our last little conversation point that I think would be fun to talk about. Oh. Yeah, I mean, this is this cleanup episode. You know, it's an episode to just hang and talk. But, you know, I've just been thinking a lot about lately about Kenny's favorite thing. Vampire Keep- No, uh, gatekeeping. Oh, yeah. I'm you know, I'm, the, I'm the gate guardian. Okay? The gate. Yeah. <laughs> what, are the, what are the two brothers from Yu-Gi-Oh? Oh, my God. What are they? They're like, the- I am something and I am something. And we are the, the, the pe- keepers of the maze. Yeah, <laughs> come on. They play labyrinth, uh, labyrinth wall, yeah. labyrinth wall. And you're yeah, like, what? Wait, Don't they have like one of elemental... their names, like bones or something like that? No, uh, no you're thinking of the guys that are Paradox with the, Brothers. Andy, yeah, the Paradox, Paradox Brothers. Brothers. Yes, para and Docs. Yes. Oh, yeah, we're like, I am yeah. Para and I am Docs, and we are the the defenders of the maze or some shit like that. <laughs> yeah, they make the Gate Guardian, baby. <laughs> Yeah, they put together the elementals. Whatever. But what the, the thing is about... God damn it. That's, we God, can't we love Yu-Gi-Oh! here on the podcast, okay? Oh, oh, this is one yeah. watch Yu-Gi-Oh! Dude, it's, it's kind of a blast. But um, you should read it. That's what I've heard. Chase has been doing that. And oh, he's yeah, yeah, lo- yeah. he's been loving reading it just because he never... It's just a different way. You know, it's like... I think for me, this has been something I've been wanting to do is like a bunch of old anime that I'd watched as a kid. I've been wanting to revisit them in manga form just because like, it'll be a different experience. You know, it was like what I did with Shaman King, right? Like I loved the Shaman King anime growing up. So I finally sat down and read the entirety of the manga and I was super grateful because it was a totally different, it was like reliving a lot of the stuff that I got to watch, but in a whole new way and at my own speed. So there's another piece of news. Speaking of retro anime. There's what? a new Pokemon anime coming out, Pokemon Evolutions. It's gonna do oh, all the trailer. One from yeah. one little story from each region, each which will region. Be fun. Yep. Which I bet will mean that we're probably gonna get a new Pokemon announcement soon. I bet that they're gonna be like, "Hey, it's yeah. po- Pokemon Strawberry and, and Banana." Wouldn't I mean that makes sense? Because next year would be. It's about time, yeah. It yeah, next year should be the new successor to Sword and Shield. If I remember, if timeline. They've yeah. pretty much done it on time, like every like every so three I, years, every two, yeah. Three it's like years. so next November we should get a new generation potentially, <laughs> but um, it's just weird because we're getting a remake this in a month or two, you know, Diamond and Pearl, Shining Diamond and Brilliant Pearl or whatever, mm-hmm. and then they're getting we're getting that weird like Arceus game early next year. Right. Yeah. So that's going to be interesting. Which is but kind I expect, of the, you know, uh, the, the Pokemon Battle City or whatever, and the, right. the XD Gala Darkness. They've always been developing sort of. You know, side games, right? Uh, um, which I'm I'm excited for that RCS game. That I mean, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for both because I don't think that I ever played Diamond and Pearl growing up. It's one of those really? ones that like, I yeah, love it's like Gen Four. Gen Four. I feel like David, we were in that age where like I had finally kind of stopped playing them at that point, and mm. it was like I I Kenny and uh, Mikey owned it for sure. I this know Kenny like, definitely played the crap out of Diamond. And this Pearl, was the so. first one I owned personally, like That's, I because yeah. we had DSs, so like, yeah, like I personally was able to own Diamond. Right. You know? I think I had a copy back in the day, but I don't know. I don't know. You lost it. It, it vanished. It, well, it either got lost or it got 
pushed in with the boys, you know what yeah. I mean? Or like the boys and I all shared it or something and it ended up as a part of the boys games or whatever. But, um, uh, cause I, you know, I just didn't play games as much when we got to about that age, this would have come out what we were in early high school or late middle school. I think it's yeah, when Diamond Pro first came out. Like 05, 06? I remember oh, you guys were... Wait, that's it, late elementary school. <laughs> um, no, it uh, came out yeah, just came after... Out 06. 06, wow. We would have been 6th graders, David. So the, we literally like just started Korea? middle school. Um, the next one was Heart, Gold, Soul, Silver, and I feel like you guys were in high school for that one. Because I remember you and all of your friends waited at GameStop. Heart, let's see how old Heart Gold is. Because I think that was actually the last two thousand nine. You like? See, what's weird is I definitely played Heart Gold. No, yeah, Heart, yeah. Heart Gold I, came out around. Um, yeah, that would have been high school. You're around, right, Kenny. I definitely platinum. played them. That's crazy. Which was see, that's crazy because I just I just skipped Diamond and Pearl. Then it was like a generation that when I was I remember I played the hell out of Ruby and Sapphire. And then I just like didn't play Diamond and Pearl. And then I played Heart Gold and Soul Silver because I remember we all had the little fucking Pokey Walkers. Yeah. Everyone had one. We all played it in high school too, David. And I'm then, about to say it. Everybody would. I remember that playing in one hand and shaking in the other. Oh my god! And then yeah. I for sure like when Black and White came out, I like had stopped playing Pokemon completely. Like I was like not into it at all. And I didn't play again until the um, the next time I got into Pokemon was with. Uh, it was in college, David. It was fucking it was, um, X and Y. X and y. y. I bought X and Y with you guys, yes. Yep. In college, I bought X and Y. So I skipped over black-white generation just completely and then and jumped black, back white. in at black-white. All right, then I jumped back in with XY. I bought Sun and Moon. I played it, but I didn't play Sun and Moon Ultra. And then I obviously played all Sword and Shield. Um, so it's just weird. But I oh, actually, what's crazy is in grad school, I actually bought Pokemon Black at a GameStop, and I, I played through most of it. Because I was like, I never played this game. So I went back and I played it finally. But Diamond and Pearl, it's still that. It's it's like the lost generation for me. Like, I remember it a little bit, but it was definitely the one I played the least. So I'm excited to play the remake. You slept, so. slept on my, my Pokemon Empoleon, Jerry? I guess I did. Shit. Arnape is the, genuinely my favorite, my favorite starter. Wait, what are the three starters from that? Um, Infernape, Pip, Piplup, uh, uh, Chimchar. Chimchar, and Turtwig. Turtwig. Oh yeah, Turtwig's kind of lame. That would be who I'd pick though. What? But he's kind of lame. I like Turtwig. Oh, cool. He's he's little... grass and ground though, so he has a lot of like he's got a lot of coverage. I think. I always pick the grass starter, so it's like, I just feel like that's the one that I am probably the least attached to. Because uh, Infernape, I, I think you'd like Torterra. Torterra is really cool. It's just Infernape and Empoleon are just so much more recognizable in my mind. Yeah, like, love, Infernape is genuinely my favorite starter. Like Turtwig kind of got overshadowed by the other two in that generation. Yeah, yeah. So because even I'm a grass guy and I'm still like, oh, Infernape's so fucking cool, dude. He lays hands, dude. <laughs> I'm <laughs> like that dude goes fucking hard. Infernape is really dope. Yeah, but. My favorite grass art is probably Trico, or uh, I hate to say it, but I fucking love Grookey, bro. Grookey really cool. He's honestly so fucking hot. like he's hype. He be banging them drums. Grookey yeah. really boom like, and I admit I've always had a thing for monkeys. So when they finally made the, one of the grass starters a monkey, I was like, fuck yeah, bro. But I. But what about the fire monkey, Gro Jerry? I love Grookey. Um, fire starter is okay. a Chinese zodiac, so that's okay. But. Grass monkey, I said, ooh. <laughs> I said, gimme, gimme. Oh, wait, is that confirmed, um, Kenny, or is that a theory? I mean, it's... Uh, it's, it's a just, theory. It's a theory. I read a it, long it, article about it's it. It's a theory, but come on. Like, at this point, they just had a rabbit. Like, if if the next one matches, like, there's no denying it anymore. They, they've done nine of the 12. Like, 
Like, I don't know. Like, Wait, how can so you? They got, they got Rat. Yep. Typhlosion. Um, Monkey. They got Tiger. Incineroar. They got Rabbit. Yep. Cinderachi. 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 Charizard. Charizard. Yeah. Charizard. Oh, wait. Wait, this article saying goat for Charizard? What? That's wrong. Whoa, 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 wait. They got Charizard's not a goat. Yeah, I'm. that's Dragon. They got Monkey. Infernape. And they got Pig. Yep, Embor. Embor. And then... I like to say Finnegan is a fox, and oh. so I go dog, dog with Finnegan. Dog. Um, I think that covers it. I think there's eight. So two. there's so they don't have rooster, I... goat, horse, horse or snake. Or snake. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying if the next one is a horse or, or ox, or ox. Yeah. A lot of types, guys. Yeah. I'm just what saying is... that. If, if the next one matches, like, come on. Come on. If the next come one on. matches, then I mean, that, that confirms it. But yeah. Oh, uh, Blaziken. Blaziken would be Rooster. Rooster. Yep, there you That's go. That's the Rooster. Mm-hmm. I, we were forgetting one of the what's, most, the biggest ones. Yeah. What's Torchic? Or not Tor- uh, not, uh What's, uh, yeah, that's his Cyndaquil? name. Cyndaquil? Cyndaquil? Cyndaquil. Rat. 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 Okay, yeah. Charmander's yeah. Dragon. Cyndaquil is Rat. Rat. Torchic is Rooster. Chimchar is monkey. The little pig one. I don't know his first form's name. Uh, uh, What's the first form of the pig one? Embor, I don't know. I always... uh, pig Come on, David. Uh... I know. Come on, Come on David. Wait, what, wait, what, gen, what gen is that? That's uh, Gen 5, That's right? It's with, it's with no. Sceptile and uh, Oshawott. I just yeah. can't think of what his, his name is. Fuck. Um, oh, I'm actually mad. I can't remember. Yeah, I can't either. I just then remember his final form is Imbor. Then it's Finnegan. Tepig. 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 Thank you. Tepig. Yes, Tepig's big. Finnegan's the dog. What's Litten? Is the cat one of them? Uh, there's a tiger. 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 Yeah. And then uh, uh, the bunny one. I can't even remember his name. Fucking. Cinderachi. Cinderachi. Cinderachi's an evolved name. What's Cinderachi. the baby? Raboot. No. That's uh, the middle one. That's the middle oh, one. Uh, uh, Score bunny. 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 So yeah, all the fire types literally do match, guys. They match. I mean, I, there's no I, fucking denying. I mean, okay. So wait. So what's the next one going to be though? What? What's? What's left? So it's gonna got... be an ox. It's gonna be a fire ox. Fire ox. It's a fire ox. I I just think that it, there's no like if the next one is on, there's no denying it. I I feel like after after Cinderachi, there's no denying it anymore, right? Yeah, I must say the rabbit kind of kind of proved the theory. I gotta stop but... calling it Cinderachi, or I'm gonna like yeah, it's, it's Cinderachi. Sorry to everyone listening, it's Cinderachi. Kenny and I just jokingly have been calling it Cinderachi for Cinder- months. That's now. its name. What Cinderachi. are you What are you talking about, Cinderachi? Whatever. Pokemon's great, guys. If anyone's not a Pokemon fan, I'm Classic surprised. anime right there. I'm it, really excited it's, it's for the new one, though, Kenny. I'm excited for the new because I saw a little trailer and it looks really cool. Yeah. Seems like it's going to be a pretty fun little uh, thing. There's a trailer. You guys, sh- if you're listening, you should go check it out. Pokemon. It's called Pokemon Evolutions, I think, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And it goes with the 25th. This is also Pokemon's 25th year anniversary. So um, for those who don't know, it, it's celebrating 25 years in November, I think. So, um, or maybe it already hit 25 years. I can't remember what the actual date of the 25 years is, but 2021 is 25 years of Pokemon. So, uh, they're doing a lot of cool stuff this year, including animes, games, music collaborations, cards, all sorts of stuff 
uh, involving Pokemon. It's been a big year for Pokemon. So mm-hmm. there's even yeah. there's Funko Pops that are 25th anniversary, you know. So um, it's been pretty pretty dope. But I just thought of another piece of news. Oh, okay, me too. And kidding. I don't know if you remembered this. Is it the same piece? I wonder. If no, it no, is. no. You you you. Will you say it? Well, you making a joke it. because I did it, and then you no did way. it. Sorry. Okay. No. Okay. Mine is real. They announced a couple weeks ago, maybe a week ago, two weeks ago. Slam Dunk is returning oh. as an anime. They haven't said if it's a movie or a series or what it's going to be, but there's going to be a new animated production about Slam Dunk coming in 2022. And that is crazy good news, guys. Wait, about because Slam Dunk or just Slam Dunk? I don't think that we know if it's like a sequel, a, a prequel. Maybe? We don't, like, nobody knows. Is it a full reboot? Um, nobody, uh, no, I don't think anyone knows the full like extent of what it's going to be, but there is going to be an animated production of Slam Dunk uh, in some capacity. It could be a movie. I don't know. So we don't know if, um, um, what's his name? Takahiko. Okay, no, it is a movie. Is Let involved? me rephrase that. It's oh, a movie. Oh, it's a movie. Okay, yes. I, I did. They did announce it is a movie. So <laughs> it's either going to be a sequel movie, a recap movie. I don't know, but it's going to be a brand new anime production. So Next year? I can see it being like a, uh, I can see it being like a, like kind of like a in the future, like following the end of the movie or something. Oh, well, there's a trailer too. We're not trailer, yeah. like a, like an announcement. It's like thing? a teaser. Yeah. It's like yeah. a teaser is what I would call it. Wow. Um, but uh, yeah, That's you know, exciting. for those of you listening, Slam Dunk is kind of considered the godfather of shonen sports manga. And it's kind of established a lot of tropes that involve in that in that genre, shown in sports, and that's kind of become its own specialty, right? There are a couple others like Captain Subasa that were yep. kind of around in that generation, a major that laid the yeah it laid the groundwork for what it's become. But now it's a staple, right? Every shonen magazine has a sports manga running in it um, now, and you you've seen pretty much every shonen sport get you you know they've done soccer, football basketball golf bowling um you know what i mean like just about every sport has had some sort of shonen series made around it so and it's all because of slam dunk in my opinion or at least slam dunk certainly popularized Mm -hmm. the genre because it's considered one of the greatest manga of all time by many and um it even uh is i think one of the best selling manga of all time i think it's one of the best selling of all time so and Um, one of the best anime openings of all time so Yes, sir. Apparently, it's, it's been confirmed that is writing and directing it, which is so there, wild. There you go. That's dope. So it's going to be good. I hope they'll use the same opening song. That would be awesome. Sakabika. I love that. Yeah, that that's it exactly. Uh, everybody, you don't have to listen I, to the song. I don't, I don't recognize that song, Jerry. What is that? What is that song? What is that's the a slam dunk opening as performed by Jerry. I just remember it's like Sakabiga. It starts really. It's like dum dum. It's pretty fucking catchy, honestly. It's really good. Slam Dunk is actually ranked number nine on my anime list as the best, the number ninth best manga of all time. I sports sports manga. No, just manga ever. But like I'm saying, like, is it the highest sports? Oh, is it the highest sports? Let me double check the rankings. It there are only eight that are better than it. So yeah, it is. It is the highest sports manga. Yeah, for sure. The eight above it are Berserk, JoJo Part Seven, One Piece, Vagabond, Monster, Full Metal, uh, Goodnight Pumpun, and Grand Blue Dreaming. 
So, also, Wait, where, Grim, the where the fuck? Where the fuck did Blue Dream? Yeah, the one. The other ones are all like classics. Wait, when what? the fuck did Grand Blue Dream? Grand Blue Dreaming. Wait, but... what's Grand Blue Dreaming doing up there? Wait, is it all time? It's the highest comedy. It is. Yeah, I mean, the other ones are all serious above it. Yeah, I really like. Yeah. Grand Blue Dreaming, so whatever. Yeah, when the fuck did that get up there? Well, <laughs> I what I don't get is how are people... How can you, like, accurately, like, provide a rating for something that isn't completed? You know? Yeah, like, it's just like, people... Do, they're just giving it a rating. Know. While they're reading it, they are they have a, rate, a star that, rating on so it. That's so dumb to me. That's so... And then it's like, yeah. Honestly, no if sense. I were Mal, I would probably, like, turn that off. You know what I mean? Like, if you haven't completed the series, don't let their star to, rating work. Skews numbers. Yeah. Yeah, it would be interesting if they turned that off um, to where I wonder what would happen because Berserk is still technically not completed. Right. So, right. like, you know, Berserk has always held that. It's like it's like Full Metal Brotherhood. Like, Brotherhood has been, like, the number one on Mal anime for, like, years and years or whatever. Berserk is the same way. It's, like, been the number one manga for years and years on Mal. Um, but if they got rid of ongoing series, it would instantly lose its spot. You know what I mean? Yeah, or at least, like, separated oh. between, like, ongoing rating and completed rated rating or something that, I don't know. that might, that might overcomplicate it but yeah i i don't know if mal's about that life yeah but they so. might do i mean you could ask david hire, hire, ask hire, hire david yeah david should start working at my anime list uh I'll, I'll send him an email what's your contact yeah you're pretty good on them computers so go ahead and shoot him an email say hey, hey I've got my resume about your website that I could uh, help improve my resume is attached that's <laughs> what you know <laughs> give him a little bit of that action dude oh. uh actually what's crazy is the for a minute there the Gintama movie had moved up to being like the top anime of all time but it got review it got uh review bombed really hard yeah and it has now dropped to um where did it drop to holy shit it dropped hella hard wait did it really uh, there it is yeah, it dropped all the way to the 16th place because wow. it got review bombed so hard. Because wow. Mal, Mal doesn't stop you from... I mean, I'm not going to lie, guys. I'm looking at my Mal right now. I gave Gintama a one star. <laughs> I'm wow. Wait, why? Oh, I've never seen it. I've never seen it, but I gave it one star. Why'd you give it a one? Harry, bro, change that. Does someone hack you? No, it can't be above Full Metal, dude. That's the whole thing. It's the... I'm one of those toxic anime fans that just give a one star to all the stuff that beats Full Metal. Wait, are you serious? Yeah, dude. What? Why do you do that? You guys don't do that? No, you're you're memeing right now. You're memeing. I okay. I watch anime, guys. It's a real thing. Wait, are you serious, Jerry? On my anime list, it's a real thing when something beats Full Metal. Are you saying like when you say my anime list? Are you saying like your account or like the website my anime list? Okay, let's let's start with from the top. On my anime list, anytime something beats Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, everyone that's a fan of Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood goes to that thing and rates it a one star because yeah. it pushes it back down. Yeah. So the other day I was on my personal my anime list mm -hmm. and Gintama was at the top and I was like, oh, that's not right. So I clicked on Gintama, I added it to my list and I gave it a one star. <laughs> Guys, I just I just watch anime and I read manga. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you David. about the ones I like. I'll tell you about the ones I don't like. But I'll never. Just, I'll never why, are you to, why are you trying to change the course of history to your own? I'm just to your participating own for the culture, dude. For the culture, you're just, dude. You're, you're a sheep. You're a follower. You're just doing what the crowd tells you to do. We gotta honestly. We gotta keep the gates against Jerry. Honestly, he's no, gotta get out. Gotta, he's gotta get you out. Gotta tell Jerry. Yeah, Jerry, get Jerry. out of get out of the gates. I'm the gate guardian. Jerry. 
You're uh, a gay I'm the gay guardian now. Intama can be number one if it wants. I don't care. But it was yeah. funny to me that... I mean, a lot of people really, I guess, are protective of Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood because it's, like, been number one on Mal for so long. Um, and it's funny because I went to... I opened up my old account recently, and um, I realized that many, many years ago when I watched Brotherhood, I rated it a 10-star. Like, without, you know, like, not even remembering. So my account has been contributing to metal staying on top this whole time and i had no idea because i like don't get on there i yeah. haven't been on uh, my 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 personal my anime list check this one out it was created in september of 2008 wow jesus christ guys that's um, about as long as my car registration was up so <laughs> that was a terrible inside joke hey inside joke sorry listeners inside yeah. joke um Jesus Christ, Kenny. Um, yeah, no, the uh, yeah, 2008. That's pretty wild. I made this. Um, I made this. I don't even know how long my anime list has been around, but I feel like I must have made this near its onset. You know. Yeah. Let's see if it's got a Wikipedia. I'm saying, it's been a while, but. Okay, the website was launched in 2004, okay. so only four years after the website was made, I made an account. Wow. And I would have been in eighth grade. So I would have been a whopping like 14 years old or something, 13 or 14 years old. And I'm like, Jesus, Jerry, like, you fucking weeb. <laughs> That's you, all like, you like Full Metal Alchemist, man. That's all it is. When I saw it, I was just like, man, I'm such a fucking dweeb. Um, but yeah, all, I mean, though? yeah. Yeah, aren't we all? That's really the, that's the reality of. It. I wonder. Too bad I never put Vampire Knight on this list. You know, I wonder what I would. No, Vampire Knight should have given it ten, like it deserves. Ten out of ten stars. We got to get Vampire Knight to the number one on Mal. Let's briefly talk about gatekeeping. Okay, let's talk about gatekeeping. <laughs> we a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. Do you guys feel like the anime community is bad at this, or do you think that it's not as big of an issue in the anime community? Because I, I don't know. I've been thinking. What do you guys think? I think that it's a nerd community thing. People yeah. are scared about people coming into their community and liking things. And I don't, I don't understand why, right? Like we just all like the same thing. Like that's awesome. And I think that in a lot of, they're like, well, you don't like it as much as me though. This thing, because I think a lot of people have, I don't know, attached their personalities to sort of these nerdy niches. And if people that they think are normies start liking things that they like, they get upset about it because it's like, this is all it, people tend to think that this is all they have whenever you don't. And you can share it with so many people. Like I like anime and I like manga. And so like, you know, I like talking about that shit. So I, I think that, yeah, I think that a, people guard it like that and gatekeep like that because they have like, I don't know, feel, have felt persecuted somewhat for liking those things. And, you know, I think that's sort of why, and I do think it is bad in the anime community. I think it is bad. I like what you said, Kenny. You said that a lot of these people, they tie it to their whole identity. Yeah. And so they feel like when someone comes in and tries to make a statement about it or, or tries to be a part of it or whatever, they, um, I think they, they get scared that they, um, that it's like, it's, it's questioning their entire identity, their entire purpose in life, you know? And, uh, it's really not right. Like, mm. right. If some guy decides to watch Yu Yu Hakusho this year and they end up loving it, it's their first thing ever. I mean, yes, Yu Yu Hakusho has been a part of my life for a long ass time, but if they end up hating it and they say that, it doesn't have anything to do with me. It just means that I like something that they don't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so I just feel like a lot of people take it far too personally 
when they um when they really get into it because it's just like man dude like you know you you're not you you're not you you haka show dude like chill you know um yeah. you don't have to be mad that someone else uh didn't like it but i also feel like on top of you kind of made a point there kenny that people try to uh what did you say you said that you know Our, we we just get defensive of it but like yeah. Do you feel like sometimes newbies are maybe like too aggressive? I don't know what else to put it. Like, no, I actually, I don't know. I feel like newbies are really in, and I think that that's something special with anime where you're like, as soon as you're into it, you're like, wow, this is so awesome, and there's so much, and so you're like, wow, I can do anything, I can watch anything, and I could definitely see that it could be, you know, like, nah, I don't like that, and you're like this is my favorite anime and it has been for 20 years and you don't like it. Like what? I think that there's that, but some people don't like things, you know, and yeah. no, not everybody has to love cowboy bebop. That's how I see it at least. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think, um, what you were saying earlier, Kenny, I, I don't think it's about like people coming in, people that are already on the inside and strangers coming in to, to like what people on the inside, like, I think it's mostly, and, and we kind of have these discussions all the time, um, where people come into the community and they'll, like, experience something, watch something, and they'll, like, have a hot take. And oh, yeah. a lot of people, I think it's I think it's better now. At least, I mean, I've only been in the, in, the, in the anime community for, you know, about a year. Um, so I'm only used to what it's been kind of during and, po- and kind of post-COVID. But... Mm-hmm. Um, I think nowadays it seems that there's more, um, there seems to be more kind of amicable conversation when it comes to like hot takes and people kind of like, you know, debating like, can he be Goku though? Or, um, you know, just kind of like saying like, like, oh, this is the best anime of all time because of this, like, because of X, Y, Z. So I think, I think now people are more up to having those conversations, not like, you know, shitting on each other and, you know, attacking people personally because they don't think full male alchemist brotherhood is the best anime of all time. Yeah. They don't go on and review bomb on my anime list. Yeah. They don't give it a one on my anime list um, because they don't agree. Who would do that? That's weird. I don't know. Definitely not no one on this podcast. Definitely. Nobody here. Nobody here. No toxic anime fans here. No. But um, um, but but, but I think to, to kind of go back to like the mm-hmm. the gatekeeping part, kind of to tie that in, I think, um, and we've we've talked about this many times on the podcast, um, mm-hmm. and we've had guests even kind of talk about it as well. Right, the the anime community as a whole was a was pretty was a lot was pretty toxic, you know, yeah. a, a yeah. few years ago, and and a few years ago it was toxic for a while, and I think with the events of the past year or two, uh, there's been kind of like a soft reset. A lot of people have kind of flooded into the community. So there's, there's a lot more newbies that are getting into anime and, you know, expressing their opinions or, you know, having discussions, having debates. Um, but, um, it feels less, uh, personal that people are taking things or dealing things to other people. Um, so that's, I mean that's good. You know, I've been feeling pretty good about that. So, yeah, I agree. And I, I think. think that, that, oh, you go, Ken. Oh, I just the, the anime community is highly opinionated. I think that that's always mm-hmm. been the case, and so 
I think that it definitely leans toward that sort of gatekeeping. You don't like the, you don't know, you haven't seen this or, you know, and yeah, it's just because, yeah, I think it's always been sort of highly opinionated. Yeah. Mm. It's, it's definitely, you were definitely right about, it's like definitely a nerd thing of like anything oh, yeah. that people, there are a lot of people have passion over and other people come in and just do something opposite. Like people get defensive and yeah. will, you know, gatekeep or, know personally attacked um i know specifically with the like attack on titan community the my hero academia community they're infamous for a lot of you know toxic things that they've done to even voice actors on the show for you know not performing at to their standards for example Mm -hmm. so so yeah i mean it could i mean that's like the the extreme of it but um Overall, I still think it's it's definitely better than what than what it used to be. So, right. And now this is getting into a little bit of just is the anime community toxic at this point? You know, um, and yeah, <laughs> you know, I think both new and old people in the community are definitely toxic. I think that there's some, but I also think that a lot of times in any large fandoms, the you know, saying the anime community is already like a broad, broad oh. thing to say. You know, that's like essentially millions and millions and millions of people like you know the the anime community is comprised of literal millions because i mean we know for sure that series are selling to millions and millions that would probably consider themselves a part of a part of this community at this point mm-hmm. um so it's kind of hard to make like a broad claim about anime as a whole because yeah, each sure. sub niche each each series might have its own kind of sub communities that interact and adjust in, the, in different ways and then on top of that obviously any overgeneralization will land with like Obviously, there's going to be someone that's like, well, I'm a part of the fucking Attack on Titan community, and I'm not a fucking nerd, you know? Um, You know, that's, uh, you know, there's always going to be a little bit of that, so that's fine. Um, But I think, like, getting back to the gatekeeping part, I think that the biggest issue is that I actually think that when I first started thinking about it, the anime manga community is actually a pretty, like, I think the reason why people flooded into anime and manga amidst the pandemic is because it was like an open door, you know, like it wasn't guarded as well. Like as much as like maybe so, like a Matt DC and Marvel comic books will never. I just don't think they're ever going to reach like a mainstream appeal. The comic books, not the movies, yeah. obviously, but the comic books, because those properties are heavily guarded by their fan bases. And I just feel like anyone who wants to get into that community is uncomfortable. Like I can't even imagine becoming like a massive comic book fan because it just feels like it would be impossible to get the right answers and figure out how to do it um, without being completely berated by people telling me, well, why do you not understand that this chronology starts in the X number? You know, there's just not a lot of helpful and informative yeah. content or even it's conversation. Very, it's very confusing. To get it's it's confusing, hard too. It's yeah, confusing yeah. and guarded. And it's like the community doesn't want to help. It's like, figure it out, you fucking pleb. I figured it out, you know? Um, but with anime and manga, that access issue was not there. So I think that that's where we saw this massive rise. Um, but I think the gatekeeping started to occur when these new people came flooding in and they started to, and this, again, conjecture based off of personal experience. But a lot of them started coming in and started making these wild claims like Baruto's the best manga of all time. And it's like that. And I think all of a sudden, that it was that bear poking that led to some of the gatekeeping, if that makes any sense. Like, I do think that some of the new 
the new fans' uh, fervent love of the new stuff, the stuff that they've dipped their toes into, um, has, uh, you know, it's cool to express, like, I really enjoyed Baruto, um, but, you know, I haven't really read that much manga or anime. That would be a normal way to say that, right? But instead, they ca- a lot of these people came flooding into this community like, fuck everything you've ever loved, Baruto's the best shit ever! <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa! And I think that it kind of created this cultural... It's it's a generational war mm-hmm. in the anime community where these old heads, as I've heard them refused, or uh, uh, referred to as, um, the old heads kind of had to, like, take up arms, like, the Boruto fans are coming! Grab your hilts and let's take them down! And the Boruto fans are like, grab your ninja stars, plebs! Um, <laughs> you know, I don't know, but... Yeah, pick up I your ninja tools! Your, yeah, uh, my scientific ninja tool... Um, you know, I just think that there's been this kind of cultural war brought up. It's not. It's more of a generational war, not a cultural. It's a generational war yeah. that's occurring simply because the new gen, uh, instead of trying to come in with discourse, sort of came in and was just like, "Fuck your old shows. They're stupid and lame." Um, I think that has actually egged on some of the gatekeeping. At least in the communities I run around in, there's a lot of this weird like, uh, and maybe it's just maybe it's like a legitimate. Maybe it's bigger than just anime and manga. Maybe it's a legitimate generational issue, right? Yeah. Maybe this is a thing where millennials, which is, I think, kind of the old heads at this point, the people in their mid-30s to mid-20s, are sort of defending against these 15 to 25-year-olds um, and that it's maybe just a generational conflict that's yeah. bigger than anime and manga. Maybe maybe I'm I'm seeing it under a microscope of anime and manga, but in reality it's like, young people and old people have always clashed, you know? The ancient Egyptians once told of the old people and young people that would fight. Um, you know, that's the... But it's it's funny because, like, they're pretty close in age. Like, technically, like, I think I'm not even a millennial. I'm, like, a zillennial because yeah, you, I'm you, right in the range. Like You and I are, like, right on the, like... I'm, like, just... I'm a little... I'm a year or two into being a millennial and you're like a year, you're taking like a year into Gen Z, yeah. but like we're both on the, you know, all three of like us are cusp. in this mid, it's kind of this middle ground between the, I mean, I, I think that it would be tough to argue David and I are Gen Z. We're just a couple years too removed into it. But Kenny, you're literally like right on, I mean, you were yeah. born essentially on the, on the, the marker line. line. I've heard, yeah. I've heard 96 used as the year that separates the years. And that, isn't that the year you were born? You're a yeah. Zoomer. Yeah, I was like, Kenny's a yeah, Zoomer. So Kenny was born on the line between Millennial and Gen Z, which is like, you know, and then, yeah, David and I are just really young Millennials, yeah. Um, yeah. the younger range of Millennials. So it's really interesting when you, t- uh, again, and now <laughs> education, uh, oh, generations. Generational study is like an, a unique concept to begin with. Um, and when you try to look at it in a sub-community like anime and manga, it probably gets really fucking mu- like muddy. And I'm sure that, you know, there's always going to be millennials that are like, well, I'm more like a Gen Z and Gen Zers that are like, I'm more like a millennial. There's probably some Gen Zs that want to be boomers. I don't know. Um, But but beside the point, I'm surprised that the gatekeeping, at least in my time, has kind of shifted from less of a, it's less of a entry point combat. Like, it's less of like, I'm in this community and you're not allowed in. And more of we're both in this community, but I like I like shit that is terrible, and you like shit that's that's terrible too. And we're trying to just combat who's terrible is more terrible. And I think that has been an even weirder. It's this. It's this. 
I, it's a crazy gener. It, it's weird. I don't know. Because yeah. I think the anime and manga community, other than that, is actually pretty. Like, if someone wanted to start an anime and manga and start to engage in the communities around it, I think it would be super easy. Super I think easy. It, yeah. there's there's no there's not a lot of people who would get onto you for trying it. Yeah. You know, yeah. if you told an anime or manga fan, I want to, tr- they'd probably be excited no matter what they're into. Yeah. The, the issue starts to arise within the community. Once you have to, you get these, these cross generational combatants. Um, but I don't know. It's like super easy to make like, and I've literally done this to just make an Instagram page and you just post pictures of characters from Naruto every day if you wanted to. And there's people that will, like find your account, will like your stuff, and you know, kind of uh, encourage you to, co- to 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 continue doing so, like to continue making that content. Mm-hmm. And I I think like yeah, like I think the, the anime community has definitely gotten more inclusive and mm-hmm. maybe even forgiving. Mm-hmm. But when when people come in with like the the super super hot takes of like. X arm is the best anime I've ever seen, or like, you know, Boruto. Naruto's dad is is lame or whatever. Just it's like, like it's like oh, troll yeah. culture. It's, it's like modern it's, yeah. Gen Z it's troll like culture. It's so bad. It's like you're all right. Our first instinct is like you're trolling. You're not serious. Yeah, but, but there's like, no, I love with, it. Oh no! Oh no! We lost Kenny. But oh no! I don't like no. like I, like I don't know if no, you're there, of, Kenny. He was saying we lost you because you love Boruto. No, no disconnect this week <laughs> no no he, he's never disconnecting because he's he's with me that's um, great baby but i think um i don't know how other old heads out there that are listening are kind of handling this but yeah um kind of how i've been handling with like with meeting people who are new into anime because i guess I, I guess i'm technically an old head because i've always been in anime right um, i just had like a break and then came back but I've been like trying to like be like educational and just kind of like teach. Okay, so all right, you love Boruto. That's that's whatever. Um, right. But okay, if you like Boruto, maybe you might like these other shows. You know, like just trying right. to like coerce people into other things that are actually good, and just yeah. kind of like see because a lot of the times people just don't like they could just you know middle of pandemic they're like. I feel like watching a cartoon, they go to Netflix like, oh, Boruto? What's that? And they start watching Boruto and they're like, this is amazing. And it's just like naivety. Like, they don't really know what else is out there. So it's really just like those types of fans that want to get more into the anime community, Mm -hmm. the anime culture, they just kind of need, you know, a step in the right, a push in the right direction of like what to go from there. And then if they have any taste, they'll understand, oh, wait, Boruto is like actually bad and like kind of lame kind of like you know (laughs) kind of like find other things you know kind of go from there to see what's good what's bad and kind of like form their own taste so yeah you're a crossbreed david that's what you are i'm a crossbreed you're a cross i'm a crosser you're a a dirty crossbreed um but another thing of interest there it's kind of i like that your style there because i think as an old head that's always i think that sometimes people don't even realize the length of time in which I've been into anime and manga because I interact with young fans a lot. Um, and I don't, I mean, until they hear me talk about black Clover, then they're like this dirty old man, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you the, love black Clover. What are you saying? Are we hating on black Clover now? 
You no, changed no, your no, mind. I'm like, you, you initially no, hated I, it, and then you loved I it. Do, I, the, no, stop, stop. Okay. But you know what I mean? The moment that I ta- opened my mouth about Black Clover, it's like all the young kids were like, we caught him, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. FBI, we got him. Uh, but no, I think that I mostly engage with younger fans a lot. But like today, someone that is in a Discord that all three of us are in said, he said, Mashal, peak comedy? And I was like, okay, great. But my first thought was, have you read any other comedy manga? Because I just don't think they had. And I think yeah. that's like, it's great. You could think that it's a really good comedy manga. That's fine, bro. But you need to try some other stuff in the genre before you try to say that it's peak. Gintama. Because peak is, supposed to, peak is supposed to imply that it's the top, that it's the best. Yeah. It's the best it can be. So, I don't know. Yeah, like, like perfect examples. Gintama, bo 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 uh, Hitman Reborn, before Psychikuso, Psychikuso yep. I mean, yeah. no sign-in. Look at Grand Blue Dreaming. It's considered one of the Grand best Man, manga of all time. Comedy manga, you know. Um, even I really like Hina Matsuri is one that I just recently started. It's really awesome. It's funny. It's hilarious. Definitely better than Mashal, in my opinion. You know, it's just like it, you've got to watch. I don't know. It's like if I watched a action. Okay, let's say I watched fucking The Expendables. And I was like, Expendables peak action film, but turns out I've never actually seen any action movies ever in my entire life. Yeah. Any of the actors in the Expendables are in. Yeah, so clearly that would be like silly. It would seem silly to to like to because I would be like, why is that my thing? Like, yeah. like why am I standing on that point that that's peak? That's the peak one. So I think that's the weird thing is that a lot of people make broad claims and overgeneralizations without much knowledge of the underlying genre and some of the other aspects of it. It's one of those things where it's like, obviously you can love Naruto. We have to understand what inspired Naruto to be Naruto, right? Without Dragon Ball Z, without Hunter Hunter, Naruto would have never been Naruto. It would have never been that good. Sure, you don't have to love Hunter Hunter, you don't have to love Dragon Ball Z, but at least understand the influences and the impacts they had on those series. It's the same thing with modern literature. We talk a lot about how things like Lord of the Rings have impacted modern literature. Understanding that impact doesn't mean that you have to think that it's worse or better, but it helps you to un- have a better comprehension, a better you can do a better literature analysis of the work if you understand where its tropes and where its concepts are birthed from. Um, You know, things like Game of Thrones borrow elements from things like Lord of the Rings. And that's why Game of Thrones is so good. And Mashal Naruto, Naruto is so good because it improves. It does things that Dragon Ball and Hunter did, and it makes them fantastic. It makes them wonderful and great to watch. Um, But just saying Naruto peak, which might actually kind of be true, Naruto's definitely one of the better shonen manga of all time, but... You, it's hard to say that with uh, when it's ups, unsubstantiated. And I yeah. think that's what a lot of people look for. And I do feel like I'm trying to... And I think that a lot of these kids, they're like, Jerry, you're such an old man, teacher, teacher man. And I'm like, fuck me, dude. I don't know. I just want people to have genuine discourse about the shit that I like. And that's, yeah. at the end of the day, that's why we started the podcast. Like, let's have some genuine discourse about shit that we like. Mm-hmm. Um, I think at the end of the day, these young kids, the older people, that's what we all want. But the discourse has become disingenuine because we've just we've devolved into mudslinging, poop throwing. You know, fuck Baruto. It's not peak. Baruto is peak. You dirty piece of shit. I don't know. I keep using Baruto. Poor Baruto. Yeah, Uh, it's just the the easiest example to use. Yeah, Um, it really is. But I think that's kind of our major. I don't know. Any other thoughts on gatekeeping, boys, or this? The not really. Um, Yeah, I mean, I I think we went over it all. Yeah, I think think it's a fun topic. Yeah, it's fun. And I would love to hear. 
I think for you guys in the comments, if you guys think of anything fun or con like thoughts on gatekeeping in the community, I'd love to hear from you guys. So throw that, throw your thoughts in the comments down below. This is definitely a topic we'll probably. I feel like we've actually kind of touched on toxic yeah. and gatekeeping in the. Obviously, it's a we, we're a fucking anime podcast. Yeah. We're going to talk about this stuff, but we've never really gone into it in this much detail. But I think we'll probably and I just like we talk about pirating with a lot of different guests. Um, you know, it's one of those topics that I'd like to kind of continue to have those conversations around. Uh, you know, we like to have some topical, you know, we're, we're a very fun podcast. We talk about topics and things. Yeah. Um, I think, okay. I think, I think one thing, like yeah. just a final, like takeaway from the gatekeeping conversation is like, for those that you're, mm -hmm. that you're listening out there, like, don't be a gatekeeper. Just be a guide. Be, be the person at the gate who's telling Can't you people, hear that? Uh, I'll be a gatekeeper. That, be a guy. Be a guy. That's a fucking. That's a. Slap that. Slap it on shirt. Slap it on shirt. Slap it on shirt. Don't be a gatekeeper. Don't be a gatekeeper. Be a guy. Be a guy. You know, just be a guy. Just be the person. Be the person in the community that that helps others. You know, find out what they really like. You know, because a lot of the times, they're just they just probably just they just don't know. So, yeah. So don't don't keep them out. Show them where to go. Yeah. Damn, David. Damn, David. Damn, David. Damn, David. Damn, David. Okay, boys. Let's wrap this episode up. Um, thank you guys so much for listening with us today. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Uncertain Anime Podcast. We're really excited to be having all of you and all of our new subscribers, all of our new fans, all the new people who have been joining us for our episodes. Hope you guys enjoyed. Last week, we put out our Uncensored Anime Podcast special where we went to our first anime convention in two years. It was a vlog. It was much more short form. I hope you guys checked that one out. If you didn't check that one out, please, or if you're over on Spotify or Apple Podcasts right now, jump over to YouTube. Leave us a view and a comment on that. It's only 10 minutes of your life. We really had a fun time filming it. We had a fun time there. That would help us out. Uh, I know that's a little different from our normal content, so it's not going to perform as well. We understand that. Um, but if you could jump over there and give us a little listen or a little little view, that'd be awesome. Well, it's more of a watch because you want to enjoy the, the convention yeah. that we were at. That'd be super awesome for us, as well as obviously check out our anniversary episode, our first in-person podcast, if you guys haven't seen that one yet. Um, we're not fully. We're not going to do fully in-person uh, anytime soon. We don't really have the space for it uh, at least for another couple months but uh, there is a future where this podcast might be fully in, in person um, at least for the episodes where it's just the three of us or a guest that's local obviously if we have virtual guests we're going to go back to this format it's just easier right like if we have someone who's in LA or somewhere in another state like when we had HBL on you know she's not located anywhere near us so it was really good to have her on um, from where she's at and that was really awesome so um, again just grateful for everyone but make sure if you're listening, if this is your first time joining us on the Uncensored Anime Podcast, make sure that you like, comment, subscribe, do all of that. It helps us out in the algorithm here on YouTube. And if you're over on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, make sure that you follow or leave us a five-star review because that's going to help build up the podcast in both of those listening platforms. And on that note, this has been another episode of the Uncensored Anime Podcast, and we are saying peace. <laughs>